Today's episode, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to introduce ourselves. But you can introduce yourself as like like an alter ego, like a superhero. Like if you had to choose like your superhero, who would you be? Like for instance, like I'd be Michelle and I'd be Wonder Woman because I feel like she's a badass bitch. She really don't got no superpowers besides that shield. But, you know, I feel like that's most of us. We make do with what we can. I feel like lately I've been making do with what I can, you know. And so I think that's what I would introduce myself as. Um, okay. I guess I'm next. Wow. Um, okay. So, um, I am Nikki and, uh, the superhero I'm going to introduce myself as. You better not fumble this bag. I'm going to say Black Panther. What? Um, <laughs> oh you because get Nikki Minaj, Nikki the boss, Nikki the Harris, you Barbie. You had that whole line in front of you. But she's not a superhero. Why would I do that? To some, she may be. Nikki the Ninja. Nikki the, oh, exactly. Nikki the Ninja. Nikki the Boss. <laughs> Nikki the Chuku Boss. Wow. Well, y'all. It's cool. Black Panther, we here. Wakanda. Wakanda forever. You know, fuck <laughs> with it. <laughs> Who's next? Okay, moving on. Oh, I am oh, Captain oh. Let because I run this shit. Okay. Interesting. Running through the, like a Tomb Raider. Um, through the streets crystal uh, yeah I, I, okay well i would be this is crystal aka champagne chris and i actually would be mystique oh okay oh, okay okay if so you know, you've done you know. this before hell nah nah if you know you know <laughs> i used to watch man i used to watch all them when i was a kid there's a lot of movies i'm sorry Give Joy a chance, Nando. Child, y'all really threw me for a loop. I don't know nothing about superheroes outside of fucking Batman and fucking Robin. Like, I literally don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I really don't. So, so okay, Batman or Robin? I'm not the big ba- Batman girl because Robin a little wimp. So, <laughs> girl, Batman don't do nothing but drive a fast car. He is probably yeah. Robin has vibes though. Robin was the brains behind it all. Child, Robin, I barely remember that. She said that's vibes though. Robin is the brains, low key. Like they try, they try to play him off like he's a sidekick, like only a sidekick, but he really was more than that. Okay, you know what? I'll let you have your truth. You're allowed. (laughs) Whatever, girl. (laughs) All All right, y'all. Okay, I was gonna say we might as well just jump into a petty chronicle, and y'all can tell me if I was petty or not because. I mean, sure, I you always got a petty chronicle, so maybe you are just petty. <laughs> maybe no. The, the thing is, I I don't think so. I think I just like because sometimes I don't be petty. I think I just like telling stories. But um, <laughs> y'all can tell me if I was petty, right? Okay, so this is I was. And if you listen to this, honestly, it is what it is. You know, now you know because he didn't know. He won't know unless he listens. I don't think he really listens like that. But um, okay, so I was talking to this guy or whatever, and you know he. Had recent, he started getting me like gifts and stuff like that. 
And I was like, okay, this is very nice, but it was very random. Like, it was very random. I was like, because he's not really a gift type of person. So in my head, I was like, I feel like he would be giving people gifts when they want gifts. You know what I mean? Because I'm that type of person where, like, if I feel like I want something, I'll do it for that other person so I can trigger that in them. Like, this is where we're at right now. And I feel like that's where he was trying to say, like, we are in the gift-giving stage, right? And I also feel like he told other people that he got me stuff. So then, like, when his birthday came around, somebody had reached out to me and was like, oh, yeah, um, by the way, you need to make sure that you get this person something good because they got you something good. And I was like, because they begin you good stuff. And I'm just like, huh? Like, first of all, I just feel like that was kind of corny because I'm like, what? Like, anyway, so I was like, whatever. I didn't even, I wasn't even petty about it. I was like, cool, you know, just, um, send me the address. I just want to confirm the address so that I could like send something like as a surprise, you know, trying to be nice. And the person going to tell me like, okay, but if I send you this address, don't pop up. I'm like, don't pop up. And he was like, yeah, cause they'd be mad at me if I gave you the address to pop up. I'm like, first of all, you don't think I know this person's address. Like I'm just not wanting to reach out to that person to confirm the address to make sure. Cause this is for mailing purposes. You know what I mean? I'm like, I've, but now I'm just like, because now you have it in my head, like, what you mean don't pop up? You know what I mean? I'm like, that to me is just like, it's giving different vibes and I feel like you think it's giving. So finally, I'm like, you know what, honestly, I even told the person, I was like, you killed the vibes for me. Just don't even worry about it. They're like, no, no, no. Everything's good. I didn't mean to do that. I was like, no, cool. So that same time period, I did not hear from this person. And I'm just like, your friend told me not to pop up and I'm not hearing from you around this time. I feel like, you know what I mean? It's... It's something like I'm being told not to pop up because there's a situation going on that I don't need to be privy to, right? So after that, I was like, F it, you're not getting a gift. F that. So I canceled all that, no gift, anything like that. And I just kind of moved on from it. And we're still like in communication. We're still cool. We never had that conversation. I never brought it up to him because to me, I'm just like, there's no point. But in my head, I was like, because of that, it was so sketchy. In my head, I was like, that's the reason I'm not going to get you a gift because I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. So was that petty? So wait, how, if you don't mind me asking, how long were y'all kind of like talking or whatever? I mean, I've known this person. The thing is, I've known this person for a very long time. That's the thing about it. We've known each other for, we've known each other for a long period of time, but I'm saying like before that time is when he randomly started laying like pressure as if like maybe he wanted to be serious. And even to me, it was like random. I was like, okay, like you want to be serious or what? Like I'm confused. It was taking me aback. I was taken aback by it as well. But like I said, in my head, I'm thinking, I feel like people only do that because they want gifts, you know? But I'm like, I mean, we've known each other long enough where I could have gotten him a gift before, but that just wasn't like the, the dynamic of our relationship. Like he used to not get me nothing. I used to not get him nothing either. You know, it just so happened that that same year he happened to just start getting me stuff. So I felt inclined to do the same. And then his friend also applied pressure like you should be doing this as well. I'm like, OK, you know what? Honestly, let me tap that into because I've said on this podcast, I don't do gifts. But I was like, let me tap into that. I just felt like all that negative energy surrounding that killed it for me. And it's the reason why I don't like getting people gifts in the first place. Well, okay, I only because I only asked how long y'all were talking because I'm like, it, you know what? No, you weren't petty because, because like, at first I was like, it couldn't be something you could just ask. But I'm like, honestly, sometimes it's just don't ask, don't you know, and you just don't tell, and it's just whatever. You keep moving, so I kind of feel you. I'm not gonna hold you. And I feel like sometimes we think too, like as women, we think too much into things, and it's just like then we go looking for things we don't even want to know. So has you gone looking and trying to confront him or try to ask him like, hey, what's this about? Or what is you? You probably would have found something that you didn't want to know or you didn't care for. So I'm not gonna lie, I feel you. When it, the first red flag, you out, drop it. It's just let the mouse go. 
<laughs> the only thing is, it's like, okay. Okay, Sutton. I don't, I know, right? I don't, I don't think that you are completely petty, but at the same time, it's like, it kind of makes you look bad because not only did you not get the gift for his birthday, but you also didn't tell him like, or even like try to explain to him the reason why. So it might like be a bad look on your part. Cause they're probably thinking like, what are you talked to? The, like his friends probably thinking, oh, I you talked to this girl, this and this and that. And she still didn't come with nothing. Maybe she really doesn't like him, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't let the friend throw off y'all's vibes. Like if y'all already had something going, you know, but, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, not to overly defend myself because I do want y'all to be able to say what y'all want to mm-hmm. say. But I feel like we have to go back and forth. But I will say, I even told the friend when he was saying all that, I was like, "You." I told him straight up, I was like, "You killed a vibe for me. Like, it's don't worry about it." And he was like, "No, still do." Because I'm like, "No, you. How are you going to come to me trying to get me to do something, and then you're telling me don't pop up because he would be mad at me if I was to pop up? First of all, why do you think I would pop up? I was, I even told him, I was like, I'm not even a pop up type of bitch, so I don't even know why you would say that to me. But second of all, I feel like you are scared." that I would actually pop up. So you felt the need to say that. And, and you feel the need to say that lets me know that there's somebody there. And if I popped up, it, mm-hmm. there would probably be a situation. So you had to warn me beforehand. And whether or not that war- warning was intentional or not, I received it when at the uh, same point, I'm like, you know what? I'm not hearing from this person all weekend. And this is supposed to be mm-hmm. a weekend that, you know what I mean? I'm not hearing from you. And you go ghost during that weekend. You're not going to get yeah. that from me. What I will say, um, I've been in the same situation how I ended, I ended up talking about it and then getting a gift. So in that moment, I will say, like, in hearing the story, like, you know, over, I would say you are kind of a little petty. You should have kind of hit him up and, like, honestly, like, checked, like, been like, hey, what are you doing? Like, called him or something. Like, if there was something in your mind that felt like someone was there, shit, I would have called up and blew his popsicle stand up. I don't care. You're not necessarily popping up. You're just, it's just a phone call. And then... I would have been like, you know, and depending on his answer, and then I would go from there with the gift. Like, you know, if you decided not to get him a gift, you can then say, I mean, remember your homeboy hit me up and told me that not to show up because that would have made you mad. So I just assumed that you already had somebody there with you. So hope she got you a gift and left it at that. I do think it's weird for his friend to even have said anything in that capacity. And I'm not going to lie, like, it maybe it's the petty in me, but, like, when someone tells me to do something that I already probably was going to do on my own, it makes me not want to do it. Like, why are you reaching out to me saying, oh, he's done this, this, and this for you, make sure you do for him? I'm an adult. Like, if I feel like somebody is deserving of getting something for me, I don't need to be told to do that. And I do feel like if he had kind of went ghost for the weekend, I probably wouldn't have got a gift, but I probably would have just addressed it with him after the weekend. Like, hey, like, I honestly was going to get you something, but your friend called me talking this, that, and that. He told me not to pop up and that's just giving weird vibes and just see what he says because it's like there could have been an explanation even though i'm sure there wasn't but i feel you but at, not getting at the same time okay y'all think about your birthday weekend think about how busy you are like different people are coming at you from different angles more than likely you're trying to like you know, you never know if you're trying to plan yeah, something. Your friends yeah. have something planned. Uh-huh. But yeah, so Nikki, it's easy. It's easy to go ghost. It but is, do you go but ghost Nikki, on your friends, Nikki? No, th- no, thank you. Not only that, like, Nikki, if anybody was to reach out to anybody in the podcast, they would not be like, don't pop up. Like, what? Oh yeah, Maybe. well that's different. Like that's well, that's what I mean, the that's what that's, like, that put the that set the tone of the entire gift giving. That's why she did so, give the gift because he said don't pop up. Like what? So can I ask this question? Like, did like were y'all established like? You know, we're all established as like y'all are together, y'all just talking, talking, you know what I mean? Because like maybe that was what like the direction the friend was coming from, not knowing like where y'all because, stood. So don't pop up. Huh? But you well, can encourage because, me to get a gift. I'm confused. 
What do you mean? I mean, nigga, men do that. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Maybe the friend is the one that just threw everything off. And like, honestly, it could have just been a conversation, y'all. There could have been an understanding. But I'm just, that's what I was asking. Like, did that friend know where y'all stood and all of that? I would say just that. Oh, sorry. I just want to say this. He has a messy friend, though. Like, for <laughs> one, why are you even coming back and telling me that yeah. he got me gifts? Giving messy. And, yeah. And then two, you want, then you throw this, like, wrench in the, in, like, no one has time for that. I don't like the friend. <laughs> what, if he was, what, if he to, what if he was trying to plot against you this entire time? Shut up, Nikki. I'm serious. What Exactly. What if he was like, you know what? What if he likes you, Michelle? Okay. He was like, <laughs> not Nikki what, with the, No, thank you, Nikki. Please twist. stop. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna plant those seeds. I okay. did, but you planted the seed and you watered it. No, I mean, and did, I did, really. but at the same time, I can't help it. But what I will say, Nikki, uh, Paula, to answer your question, establish I'm single, I'm not in a relationship, so no, nothing is established as far as that's concerned. Yeah, so what, then okay. what, will I say will I say was he applying pressure? Yeah, at, at the time he was, but like I said, like I'm not sure if the pressure was just like because I feel like when people know they have shit going on and you've already talked to your friends, maybe you feel like you need to up the pressure to make sure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't want to overanalyze the situation, but I feel like his friend did have enough context of like our, I guess, I relationship. Say relationship. Yeah, 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 of our relationship too. enough to reach out to me. Because even afterwards, when I was like, you killed the vibe, he was like, no, I could tell you that he appreciates you. That's is the that oh no the only thing that's up. confusing me in this situation is that the friend is doing a lot of talking for the guy and the guy's not doing a lot of talking for himself so i honestly i'm not gonna lie it's looking what it's like so i'm gonna just leave it at that, <laughs> that that's what I, that's what it's looking like his friend i don't know what he was doing and why he did it but he literally exposed everybody on that guy's exactly because the so, thing is it wasn't even so much that the friend said it it was just the fact that okay your friend said it and then i actually reached out like sometime during that weekend and didn't even hear back till the weekend was over. And I'm just like, see, no, before I probably would have brushed it off as busy, but it's just like the fact that I was told not to pull up, not to pull yeah. up. You know what I mean? And the thing is, so, I, I would not have pulled up. Like nothing about me rings. Pull yeah, up. Pull nothing up. about me says that. So I was like the fact that you felt the need to, to tell me that lets me know that you Something wanted me to on. know that that was yeah. not, you know so what you I mean? haven't talked to him. Huh? You have not talked to him since the birthday weekend. No, we've talked since then. The dynamic has definitely changed. But like I said, like, and I think I've said this on past episodes, like that whole thing as far as like me um, feeling the need to sit down and have this big conversation about things that I already know, like I don't feel the need to do that anymore. Like mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like that situation was because niggas can say whatever. I could talk to you and you could have a perfect explanation for it, but it will never explain away the way that that made me feel. And I don't want to be made to feel that way. So it's like, I'm just it just changed the dynamic. So now it's like, we're just really good friends and the direction it could have went, it just didn't go. And it's unfortunate, but check your friends and check the people around you and check the way that you act and make sure that you respond to my texts and calls in the time you enter. You won't have the issue. I'm not going on. So you're okay with things being the way it is now? Um, at the time, yeah. And I think the only because the way that that went is I started to reanalyze certain situations. I was like, honestly, like, no, this is actually not okay. Even if that hadn't happened, there's certain things that just it's starting not to add up to me. And once it starts, the math stops mapping, I got to subtract myself. So you're okay with the way things are right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I don't, I don't think you were petty at all. Shit, if you didn't, if it didn't bother you, you didn't even think twice about it, about kind of, or did you think twice? I don't know. It doesn't sound like you did about not giving. So it's just like, to me, it's kind of just like, it's whatever to you. So yeah. shit, if it's whatever to you, it's whatever to me. Yeah. It also happened a while ago, so. 
<laughs> I'm kind of over it now. But oh uh, well, I mean, did it bother you that y'all stopped talking? Like, there's some trying to. It, I mean, because I would say if, the only reason I'm asking because if it did, then I would say you probably should have reached out and like talked about it versus how you handled it. But if not, it sounds like what you're giving is giving like, oh, I was lax about the situation anyway. So it is what it yeah. is. So, so I guess that's the question like, is, if that's how you, yeah. I guess the question is, do y'all think I was petty or not? Oh, I already gave my answer. You were. I but I mean, it is what it is. I don't think you were. Because it I think, sound like you didn't really care too much about the situation. That's why. I think based on the circumstances, no. But I'm also he- heavy on the, like... Because how you said it was like over and you didn't have any regrets. I feel like sometimes I do certain things and I feel like I'm, I'm okay with it. And then like a month or something goes by and I'm like, damn, like, I actually yeah. wish I would have talked about it because this pro- mm-hmm. we probably still could be talking in this moment. So I feel like in that sense, like, sometimes we got to talk about that. Even though you said the math ain't math, and I also do feel that. And it's easier when it's not your situation. But I'd be wanting to say in my head, like, oh, talk about it, you know, bring up what's bothering you. But, but I don't think you were petty. Yeah, I don't think it was enough to label you like completely petty or anything like that. Mm-mm. Nah. All right, y'all. So we are going to go ahead and move into the moto. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't know. I really don't. I have been trying to. Y'all have made that a whole personality. Yeah, because I really don't know. Okay, girl. And y'all be making me nervous if I say it wrong. (laughs) Now. All right. I am very much attracted to my boss. I'm not married, but in a domestic partnership. We have a child together. We don't have sex anymore and have it for months. He stopped taking care of himself. And even though it doesn't bother me as much, he stopped showing any interest in me. I was a stay-at-home mom for the uh, first four years. He was recently laid off, thanks COVID, and I had to find a job ASAP. I found a couple, but I went with this job because the benefits were 100% paid for, great pay, great advancement, etc. I didn't meet my boss until the first day of training. When I saw him, I thought he was cute, but no big deal. I see cute people every day. Doesn't mean I want to bone them. After working with my boss for a bit, I've realized this guy's amazing. He thinks about, he thinks almost uh, identical to how I think. He's so smart. Same political ideology, which is something my partner and I have had trouble with since, well, Trump. He brings up fascinating and thought-provoking discussions, and now this is the worst part. While he's typing away at the computer, I'm constantly checking out his arm muscles, the size of his hands, and his cute face. We have to travel together in a few weeks, and I'm so not looking forward to it as as I know I'm attracted to him. He's single. He seems to enjoy being single, and I don't want to do anything that can ruin our lives. But I also can't help but think that our chemistry is so perfect, and what if this was meant to happen? Any advice? Sis, just face your front and work. Period. It's a work crush. We've all been there. Shit, I'm there. That shit is just, no. You're there. (laughs) Wait, you're there. Work crushes don't go anywhere. They're just work crushes. Like, things you just look at when you're at work. Not anything you're supposed to actively pursue. Fuck no. I ain't never been attracted to nobody at work. Girl, you need to It's crazy. Yeah. How long has she been working? She just started. Okay, girl. Everyone knows the beginning stages of crushes are full of delusion. So, just simmer down, ride it out, and quit looking at this man's arms and stuff. Like, what the hell? (laughs) But, like, what if it actually is meant to be, y'all? What if she was meant to meet him? 
Okay, and then, she is, but can they wait a little while? Like, can quit your job and meet them outside of that? Because my thing is, they're only around each other during work. Like, you don't know how you act outside of work. So it's like, which I know you people do spend more time with their coworkers than other people because you're there, you know, depending on how much you work, 40 hours a week. But at the same time, it's like, you're only seeing a highlight of him. Like, you're not really mm-hmm. seeing him outside of work. So it's like, it's kind of, like, take a step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's probably one of those things where she's like not getting what she wants at her house. And so she's looking for those qualities and whoever can per- like present them to her. So she needs to chill. Try Tinder or something. First, she needs to leave her. Not Tinder. Oh. She needs I also to think she's domestic talk partner. Her. She needs to talk with her partner and they need to have a conversation. Yeah. I, some of us, she's calling him a domestic partner and they're not in a relationship. <laughs> I think it's common law. Probably. Yeah, I think it's what it is. But so, I mean, talk to him. I, I feel like once you talk to your partner and y'all figure out what exactly is going on and see if y'all can work out these issues, then see if you want to then move on, maybe pursuing your boss. But I mean, mm-hmm. you, let me be honest, like, it's not a good idea to fuck your boss because remember, they're over you and they will fire you the moment you get on their fucking nerves or they're done with you. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's a smart idea either. Wait, so have y'all ever, like, so, well, Crystal said no. But have y'all, y'all never even like remotely been attracted to anyone at your job or tried to date them? They tried to talk to you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Actually, yes. At my job um, at cons back in college, I did. cons. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I worked for the call center, whatever. And so um, I did talk to someone and like, we did have a little, you know, intimate moment. And like, it was awkward after that. Cause like, he basically tried to like, act like he was my man and like to me it was just that and it was a sex and like with him he was like no nah, that's my girl this that he would be waiting on me hand and foot this that and the third like it was a lot so I honestly wouldn't recommend it just because it changes up the dynamic because there's going to be one person um that's going to be like cool and can handle everything and there's going to be one person that caught feelings and can't handle shit especially when they see you talking to somebody at work and it's just platonic. They're going to think like you all over the place. I just think that's that's so messy. Like, I don't, it's just very messy. Aside from the fact that you and your, your interests are equals. Um, (laughs) which I completely disagree with. Um, I, yeah, I just, no, it's just, it's, it's a messy situation. That's why I'm like, girl, I'm never going to tell you to do that. Like you, she says her boss or her coworker, her boss, no boss girl. Cause the moment you start fucking the moment, nigga like me, if I was to start fucking on my boss, I'm quitting and he's taking care of everything. What's like fucking on a boss? No. And I know that's not going to happen. So it's not, I'm not, no. Just let it go. I've had people try to talk to me in the workplace. What do you mean he's taking care of everything? How do you know he... Hmm? How do I know he was? How do you know your boss, like, because you said um, quit your job and he takes care of everything, but it's like, what if you're not even in a relationship and it's just sex? Yeah, I'm not fucking on my boss and then click okay. walk working. Work, I'm coming back into work and he's writing my paycheck. Excuse me, do I get an advance <laughs> from this? Know. Like, do I get an advance from this? Like, what, no, what, absolutely not. No, okay, so what if he, what if he, y'all start becoming intimate, right? And he basically gives you a $10,000 raise. And like, literally, he's like, every okay, six months. That's way too messy. But like, but like, would, would y'all continue? Like, come on. <laughs> Maybe, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I do that shit on a job. What you talking about? I don't know where y'all get into it. And then the next paycheck, you deducted 20000 You know what? So I was like so anti like dating anyone at my workplace until I met like one doctor. And y'all like, I don't know what, like at first we kept like clashing. Like I would see him and I was like, oh, he's an asshole. And then I don't know if he was just awkward. He wanted to talk to me, didn't know how to approach me. But finally one day he approached me and asked for my number. And I tried it, but it was way too awkward. Like seeing him at work again, you know, I cause I was just you. like, I feel you, you know, like now I know you like on a personal side. Mm-mm. I'll, I'll never do keep working. And yeah, what if y'all don't like each other when you get to know him, you don't like him? You got to go into work every single day not knowing that he signed your checks. No, y'all are just friends. Like him. Just no, friends. no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. What if y'all just get to know each other as friends and you end up not liking them? You know what yeah, I'm saying? And then it's true. like you got to walk into work every day knowing like, I don't like you. Like, what? No, that's fine. But like, okay, is like, have y'all done anything or y'all are strictly just getting to know each other? Because if that's the case, y'all can just be friends. Oh no, we we either we messed around. Oh, y'all already got it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> wait, Nikki. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Woo. You definitely, Nikki. You say I try. You casually said, yeah. yeah I mean, I tried it as if y'all yeah, talked. It didn't work. work into it. Yeah, like. <laughs> oh, he's already into. Oh yeah. No, wait, no, no, so no. so why didn't it work though? Why didn't it work? Um, he had like. He just had different ideologies than me, honestly. Like, it was one of those things where I was like, mm, I see why you're single. You know, like, I think that it was one of those things where he was, like, very, very into his job. And I just saw so much more in life than just work. So it just didn't work out. But him and I are actually, like, still really cool to this day. Like, real I bet cool. y'all are. Shut up. I've had coworkers try to talk to me, but I've just never took it serious. Never entertained it, yeah. Never. Yeah, like, I just... Mm-mm. it's always messy i remember man i remember when i wasn't i don't even think he was interested in me because he had a girlfriend right one of my co-workers he had a either fiance baby mom one of the two and um but we were close like we would always like he would always like buy me lunch and stuff it wasn't like but it was never an interest for me and one of my other coworkers, I guess she thought that he liked me, so she would treat me a certain way every time I it was just so stupid and so messy. Like she stopped like I remember one time she tried to like go off on me because so messy. That's why I would never ever and again this was somebody she thought was interested in me, not even nobody who lately laid it out. So no. Damn. I know, right? Yeah. Work work love drama. What? But um so I want to talk about, and I'm sure everyone has kind of heard about it. The men have been very vocal, which they're never vocal about shit. But they've been talking about PJ Washington and Brittany Renner situation about how, quote unquote, he's obligated to pay her 200K a month um, in child support for the next 18 years. Ooh. And so if y'all don't know who Brittany Renner is, like she used to be. She used to be like what, like a trainer, a like influencer. She was a fitness like influencer. Yeah, Bundle Bundle of Brittany. Brittany on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, and so like she used to be like a fitness girl, or whatever. She's been very vocal about like she wrote a book about her whole escapades and how like wow. a video has recently resurfaced where she was just like, oh, you know, they they basketball player, they're dumb as hell, like just basically stuff like that. So pretty much like she ended up talking to this guy who's way younger than her. I think at the time when she met him, he was like seventeen, eight, eighteen. He was like eighteen, nineteen. And she was 27. 17, 18. You have it right. You had it right. Oh, okay. <laughs> 17, 18. And at the time, she was 27. He was a high school um, prospect. Yeah, high school oh prospect. Oh, my goodness. 
Mm-hmm. And I think he went to the Kentucky, right? I don't know what school he went to, but for undergrad or whatever. But like, she pretty much like sought after him, like, yeah, was, like go, all the other ones. Mm-hmm. She was going out of her way to like basically like get to him or whatever. So they ended up like getting together or whatever. Oh, they dated. Oh, she kind of fell off the scene when she was with him. I guess she was really putting in that work. But anyways, I didn't even know they got married. They got married and they had a baby. Yeah. And two weeks, really? was it two weeks. After she had the baby, she went behind his back and secretly filed for divorce. What? Yeah. So. This girl. Wait, I'm confused. Who went behind his back? He went no, behind did. did. He had no idea no, that she filed for divorce. Wait, they mm-hmm. were married? When were they yes. married? I didn't That's know. True. Apparently. And she went and filed divorce without telling him? Mm-hmm. Just after oh, she went and had the baby. This sounds like a lifetime movie. It says ex wife secretly filed for divorce two weeks after giving chi- birth to child. What? Which I thought was so weird because I'm not gonna lie. So literally, maybe like three weeks before this whole headline came out, she like randomly popped up on my Explorer page, and I was like, "Oh, she has been quiet. Let me go to her page." Mm-hmm. It was a picture of them as a family. She was talking wow. about how she how she loves him, and you know her whole life has changed, and et cetera, et cetera. Basically talking about how you you can turn a hoe into a housewife and. You know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Cause, you know, at one point, after she was doing the whole fitness thing, she started going into this, like, whole, like, sexual, like, independence mm-hmm. and like, fluidity and what, you know, what Amber Rose and Black China tried back in the day. But then all of a sudden, this headline... Not tried back in the day. Are you referring to sex positivity? That's definitely still a thing. No, you know, it is. But like the whenever, slut walk thing and all that. Yeah, but. you know, whenever they were wearing, like, the clothes with whole slut bitch all those things yeah she definitely was trying to reclaim the whole title she was so she even um, had a t- tape with tiana trump oh yeah. no she yeah. didn't she had an alleged tape with tiana trump and it never came out but, but they recently took a picture together and posted it on her page so yeah tiana trump's ba- uh the baby is that's the godmother Hmm. but pretty much a lot of people have been vocal saying like you know he's stupid and a lot of guys surprisingly have been like that's not right like she's a predator she went after him like she this man was young she took advantage of him and someone made a really good point i'm gonna read it to y'all and it said screaming at men all of a sudden seeing themselves in this basketball player and suddenly understanding what grooming and being a predator is we've been screaming this for years and they've been acting obtuse and i'm like i actually agree with that because when it comes to females in that sense young girls who are taking advantage like guys act like they never understand what a predator is or what grooming somebody is and i'm like now y'all sitting here trying to say y'all clearly that he that he was she was a predator and i'm like but y'all can't see it when it's the other way around like it make it make sense i won't put that on every guy but um I do understand what y'all what they're saying, and so I mean, it's, but it's unfortunate because I mean, it's what what I just heard is what it is. So, yeah, I, why are she, we? You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm so confused because I like yeah. okay, I, no only reason I'm confused because I saw the headlines and I saw that like. I saw everything. I did not. When I kept seeing ex-wife, I was like, that has to be like a typo because yeah. I did not know that they were married. Like I was just like, but How? regardless, I just think it's discuss- like, I don't think that to you, it's, a, it's okay to use another situation just because the woman has done it now. It's like, oh, okay, well, not saying it's okay, but like yeah. the men do it all the time. Da, 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 da. It's wrong regardless, regardless yeah, of who wrong, does it. Whether the woman the does it or the men, like, I, yeah, there's no comparison. So I don't yeah. really necessarily what, and, see the and, point and, of that statement. Yeah. But yeah, I just think it's wrong. Right. Like, 
he's a young guy. I think he's 22 years. I don't know how old Brittany Rayner is, but he's 22 years old now. 27 she met him when he was 17. She was 10 years older than him. Yeah, so I just don't agree with it, especially for somebody. I mean, even 22 now, to be a 22-year-old father is still very young. So I just, you know, I just feel bad for the guy because it's like, you know, when you go into this, it's like a very, um, like a drastic change going from, um, college basketball to the NBA. So I just, I just, you know, it sucks that he was, you know, you see, like when you get into the NBA, you start seeing all these beautiful women and you kind of just pick one and fall for them. Mm -hmm. And granted, I mean, if he really likes her, then be married. But it's just that I wish that he probably would have waited to just weigh his options or just been smarter about dating versus, uh, I don't know, it just sucks for him, but. But honestly, Brittany knew what she was doing because, like, now yeah, if you go look at her, if you go look at her post, like talking about she had a new hobby. Now, now you want to ride horses, girl? You couldn't even afford a horse eleven months ago, and now that you have two hundred thousand coming monthly, now you want to have a new hobby. Which I feel like that's a rumor. I don't even think that's true. I'll be completely yeah, honest. I think the amount. And no shade to him. Oh, you I don't, don't think, think he can. Af- he can't afford to give her two hundred k a year. Like, but, honestly, what I think if this it's- man is making? But I think he actually is like a pretty high paid. No, I think he gets what like three mil guaranteed a year. How does that constitute to be able able to give somebody two hundred thousand? But maybe it's between child support and like alimony. No, they can't. That's come on. Well, he said the amount was capped, but I mean it's got to be capped. I mean, at some point he's going to have to pay her. But I definitely do feel like in regards to Brittany, I feel like she's very foul because it's like you wrote this whole book how you can go from a from a hoe to a housewife. And this man was willing to give you a chance. You know what I mean? Like, because people are calling him dumb. Like, you knew who she was at the end of the day. Like, we always say everyone deserves opportunity to be on the flip side. So if she came to this illusion to him like, oh, I'm no longer a hoe. I'm ready to settle down. I want to be married with you. I want to have a kid. And then you turn around and you're still basically not. I don't know if that still makes her a hoe, but like that's still grimy behavior. Like to get with him, very marry him, grimy. have a baby, and then divorce him two weeks later. Like that's very like predatory. That's very like divorced. It's I'm morally wrong. Yeah, that's crazy. Because let me tell you how I was ready to come out here and be like, we really don't really know. There's two sides to the story because especially like in pregnancies do bring out like a different side of men. A lot of men tend to be not put this on him, but they tend to be like more abusive and stuff like that during pregnancy. So we don't know what happens to make her do all that. But I didn't know like the secret divorce to find all that. I didn't even know there was married child. So I'm just like, oh, okay, see, that's that's a lot. That's a lot to go through to divorce somebody. I mean, I don't know what's happening. She's not addressing anything on her end. And she's even commenting like somebody was just like something about now she moves on to her next victim i think she commented like a demon emoji or whatever so she's definitely like he hung with the press and they, she's not like giving any energy that she wasn't trifling so that's the only thing that's confusing to me and i also do want to say like i said 17 18 i don't know that was a joke it could be 18 19 19 20 i did not know the man was 22 years old i thought he was 19 so let me throw that out there so we don't start no rumors on this podcast yeah i don't know how old she met him but i just Whew, this, this situation is so it's a lot. messy, and I, I don't, I, I, I hate when women use babies as pawns, like or use it as like a means to like get back or just do wrong to somebody. Yeah. I mean, Black China, we're looking like, at you, not- but yeah, like I just don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, pray for him, y'all. Pray for him. Pray for her. Yeah. Word to future. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I want to talk about, y'all. Since we're over here talking about children and uh broken homes relationships whatever what happened with uh future in britain oh, you said children and broken homes i thought you were gonna say nick cannon because it looks like everybody wilding <laughs> oh. <laughs> i'm gonna jump into the future and then we can talk about uh the nick nicks but so pretty much uh britney one of future baby's mama one of his mini baby mamas she took a picture of her son's phone 
and it was a message. The name of the of the person said Dad won, and the message said your mother is a hoe. So then, <sighs> sorry, I was say give context. You asked for close. <laughs> yeah, that's important part of the story. Well, so he texted. Well, really, we don't know that. He sent a sad crying emoji or whatever. And the boy, he, Future texted back. He said, tell your mom. And he said, tell your mom what? And he said, buy you some clothes. The son texted back again and he said, dad. And then Future replied, your mother is a hoe. So we don't really know for sure what the son asked him. We just know that Future said, ask your mom for clothes. So Brittany took a picture of the son's phone where Future texted saying, your mom is a hoe. And I guess people thought she was capping. So I guess she deleted Future's number. So the number was available at the top and then screen, screenshot of the message to say, like, this is not a game. Like, this is one of Future's number. This is what he said. And she was like, this is what he texted a child. You're a real coward to text, a, uh, to text an eight-year-old, something like this. So Brittany pretty much, I guess Future's mama came out and was just like, you know, operating respect, respect yourself, basically trying to talk smack. So Brittany kind of went on this long rant, like, this is not Cap. He definitely said it. He hasn't seen his sons in three, three months, blah, 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 blah. And then Future just, he has a way of like just making these one-hit wonder lines, like just stuff that's going to stick. But he ended up tweeting, pray for her. And so everyone's kind of been like posting her. Brittany turned around the very next day and called herself dropping merch and said, pray for him or pray for her, which is really just a mess. I don't understand why they take this drama to the internet. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But I think she should. Here's the thing. At this point, I feel like Future Hive is so strong. That it, you're not coming. It's not. You can't tear it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you can't. I think he's that's made why a brand out of He's made a brand. Literally. And I think that's what, what Britney was trying to do. Like, she was trying to, like, let y'all know, like, this y'all king. This is who y'all, y'all praise. But, like, Britney, it's not going to work. I'm sorry. They know. They don't <laughs> stick to the title. That is their king. And this is who they praise. <laughs> I think that. I think people at this point like know what you're gonna get with future. Exactly. So it's like I don't know why Britney doesn't know, knowing that she has a whole child with him. How do you not know? And I think your child's like of a pretty like what, seven, something like that? I don't know. Yeah, this man said if I catch a child, I will never tell her sorry. Like come on. But my thing is that is very foul of him though. To text your child your mom is a hoe. Like, like that's so like downright disrespectful. Why would you do that? Baby, your chest is in that to me. Uh, like, yeah, but okay. And to be honest, be I, I do. I do think he did it. No, I do think he. Well, it oh, could be a rumor yes. for all we know, but I definitely think he did it. I don't. I would not put a past future because of the lyric. Like even though no, because of the person that future has projected himself to be. I think that one hundred percent future called her out, and that is very on. But y'all, question. So this might be like a rumor, but. Before Future was a rapper, wasn't he like a pimp? Hmm? If it's it's a rumor, girl, you starting it today because I ain't never heard. (laughs) I I mean, I believe it. He moved. (laughs) That's how rumors go. I heard that about Moneybag, but I ain't heard that about Future. I know Moneybag. I heard that about Moneybag. What? We were not on this podcast today. Moneybag has said it. Well, he don't care. Moneybag was pimping his baby mama. He got whole charges behind it. She got a charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I'm thinking, like, if he was a pimp before, if that actually is true, like, why he's never gonna have respect for women. So, like, him calling like her a hoe is probably like saying that she's an angel in his vocabulary. But the thing is, the reason Brittany, why she pretty much said that he called her a hoe is because she's unwilling to spread for him anymore. And I have heard that about Future. Like, the moment you stop spreading for him as baby mama is the moment he decides to cut off financial ties. I mean, so. yeah, he did say that. But but the thing is, and that's what um 
That's why only reason I think it's true is because y'all know Brittany. She she don't act up around her birthday. You know, all the baby mamas make sure they act good. Y'all need best behavior around their birthday so they can get their PJs. When's her birthday? Islands. It's coming up. So, so it was like the fact that she acted around her birthday. She must really mean business, bro. I don't even think that does she know. That's I think that just shows how much she's over him. Like fuck that. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why okay. I believe that it has to be true because. Yeah, usually she be on her best behavior. I no. think she's the one baby mom he can't. He's he can't get back. And I think oh. I don't even think it's because he's like. Who is the one baby mom that he can't get back? The only baby mom. If the opportunity presented itself, Brittany would Never. take him back. Brittany oh, is easily. a boomerang. She has Scary. came back after every oh baby. Gosh. She came back She's after Joey. Michelle, you did not just call this girl a boomerang. Girl, she came back. Hold away, come right back. <laughs> okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, but what I wasn't even trying to say that she can't get him. Like what I'm saying is, like I think she's truly over his BS. This is within yeah. a year. Like she just went off. On, was it her her other kid that she went okay. off on him? And she went off on him because um, he did something at the birth. She tried to expose him again. Like, I just think she's truly over it. No. I think Brittany just made a little name for herself. So now she's feeling a little bit, you know, frog. Like, she feels like, oh, I can do this by myself. Because now she has a following on Instagram. I think she got no nigga. She can support herself. You think she got what? Did she got no nigga? I think she got no nigga. I think their their whole clique is gay. Huh? Yeah. Her, uh, what's that nigga name? Um, Not Jory getting louder. What's she saying? Sorry, um, what's that? In the, he used to be in the. He's in the NBA still. He sucks. Mm-hmm. He's been sucking for a long time. Girl, don't. That's a lot of people. Um, let's see, been sucking for a long time. It's not Carmelo. Just kidding. No, it's not Carmelo, but it's something similar to Carmelo though. Oh, oh, not Derrick Rose. Not yes. so disrespecting Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is yeah. first baby mama. Is really good oh. friends with her. And oh, first baby mama. Miracle. I think that whole little group is gay. So. I don't think she has a, I think she has a girlfriend. So oh, she has a girlfriend. That makes sense. Pauline, uh, okay. I, was, I was trying to understand what you're that what you were saying. Okay, now okay. But dang, I hope see, let me not get on no conspiracy theory because I'm just like, what if like never mind, let me not say that because that's problematic. And then um, y'all, I wanna know. A, she just released a co- recording of him saying he never loved Joy Chavez. Who, who, did? who did? Who did? Who did? Britney. Of course Where's she did. I told you. Thank Where's you. I thought she came back at the Joey. That's why. Play it. Play it. Because, see, the thing is, Britney, you be trying to go to toe for toe, for toe, toe to toe with every baby mama. And you baby mama number four. Chill. Okay. You be- okay. Hold on. Okay. Y'all ready? Oh, my God. This is so messy. <laughs> Paula, put it against the mic. Why are you huh? going to No, we can hear. <laughs> no, we can hear. No, key, I didn't hear key. anything. Low I cannot hear over because, yeah. Okay, hold on. Uh, uh, let's talk about 
give a fuck. She no, 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 no. Let's talk about this. Like she, she, she been stuck behind him, Brittany. You look. I wouldn't say that. I've seen something. I don't know, but I will say this. I will say this. Let's talk about the bigger picture. Why are you having? Why are men, like men and women, having babies with people that you? Don't love. love. That is so Thank strange you. to me. And I don't know why it's became a thing yeah. recently. Like, not even recently, maybe just coming to light. And I've seen a lot more people do it now. But, like, I've heard a lot of men talking about they don't love this chick. Or they, why did you have a baby with her? And ultimately, it's the woman's decision. Why did you have a baby with this man if you're not in love? This is just makes it so weird to me. The women be in love. The men don't. And it's up to no. them more than not to have the baby. But so, it's like, yeah. why would, but at the same time, everybody's different. I'm not having a baby with a man that does not love me. Like, what kind of, does, does that right. make and sense? That's the thing. It's like, Joey, like, it'd be what? different if, like, you were going to be his first baby mama, but, like, you were, like, number eight. Yeah. That's I the mean, part I don't understand. Like, for yeah. a man not to love you, for y'all just to be cool, y'all to be, to be friends. Why are you having a baby by this man? And he already has 10 children. Not y'all, not y'all taking future at face value. Why? Not y'all listening no. to what future is he telling that another he girl. Her. When he, he pillow Niggas said that love you. He, he, let's not, let's he not told, He told her pray for no. This the same person that said he, he, Steve Harvey, tell Steve Harvey, I don't want Lori. And you wanted her. You very much want Lori. You can't yeah. have Lori back. Yeah, you can't. Mm. So I'm not going to listen to what future is pillow talking to the, to the next girl. <laughs> Brittany, he had to tell you that. He told you what you wanted to hear because you was back. And no, he, he probably you, did. He probably did. But at the same time, I do feel like there's, because I, I, I do feel like he told, probably, probably told Brittany, like, niggas do that all the time. They'll tell you, oh, she don't mean nothing to me. Whole time they, playing cupcake with the bitch however i do feel like there's some truth behind what he said i do feel like he said i don't look at you like i look at joy like me and joy was this cool i don't look at you like that we're not the same he like, looks I at her like with- she ain't shit you've been with this woman for so many years you have so many babies on her you treat her like the scum of the earth look these this his actions right now is nothing new to britney she's just over it so at the end of the day i would rather you look at me like how you look at joey the fact that he has enough respect yeah. to be like we're cool i feel like in that conversation he had more respect for joey than anything because i feel like like that was him letting Brittany know, Brittany know that Joey not going nowhere. Me and Joey gonna be but cool. You gotta put up with it. I feel As bad. Joey, I what if Joey, that. Yeah, like what if Joey hears yeah. this and it's just like, damn, what? But you don't care because she know what it, how how niggas is. She not with that man for this reason. I don't. I don't know. I think that she might have really liked Future more mm. than what we might. You know, like. I mean, she probably did. She had a whole baby with the nigga. But the point is, again, and shortly like, after I, he got with Lori Harvey. So shortly after, shortly after, like there, was somebody, there was actually a break baby in between there. The the other girl. Mm-hmm. Then there was Joy. Remember the other girl who said that I we mean, still don't claim oh, no, today. Eliza, Lori Harvey came. Eliza, up. that was after Joy. Yeah, that was after. And Joy. then and then there's another yeah, girl. There's, there's another, another girl. There's another one. Then there's Lori Harvey. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the ghetto. Very, very. Children does he have with Britney? One. one, she has a, a, a one child that's not by him. Okay, honest. Yeah. I think the baby mama that gets the most respect is India. I think she's the first baby mama, and she stay out the way. Who is India? His first baby mama, a quiet baby mama. Songs. Exactly, oh. and that's why. What you say, mama? The most love. He mentioned her. He mentioned her sometimes in songs, like here and there. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. Never Dirk. I have never heard him say oh. India. He has like probably oh, he has. Yeah, he has. He has. Yeah, not as much as Dirk does, but wait, I mean, it's, a, it's the same. It's the same India. No, 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 no. Oh my lord, no. <laughs> India is also baby mama. Would have been crazy. So, <laughs> I mean, is India any different? Okay, anyway, let's just. Uh, let's just. Mom. I'm 
I'm really, I'm really mad at Britney for doing that because what I don't like is you can have beef with the dude, but you trying to bring other people into it. Why did you have to bring Joey Chavez? Oh, yeah. Wait. So Paulette, when did she post? That? What did she post that for? Like, when did she post that right after the incident? I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I didn't have a chance to read the article. Oh, it's an article. When did you? F- I'm confused. So where did you find it? How did you find that? It came up on my feed. On your That's Instagram feed. Recorded that. Yeah. <sighs> Why are you oh, recording? Goodness. That's messy. That's well, like. Uh, is oh, it, I want to know. I want to know if it's old or she posted it after the situation. I mean, it, they just reported it. I mean, it's got to be new because I ain't even heard about it. it probably too. is. Yeah, new. It probably <laughs> is. New. Article with this information. Oh my god, I don't even know what's going on. It's so ghetto. Ghetto. I know it's so ghetto. Like better out there. No, it's just it's just like honestly, you're, whoever mentioned, I think it was Joy that mentioned, like, you know, we know, like, men cap down for, you know, in front of women. This is it's very much so true. However, I just want, like, even with the whole PJ Washington and Brittany Rainer situation, I just want that, like, people actually invest in the people that we decide to have children with, like, invest, like, just know who you're having kids. And, and I get it. Some people change after a certain amount of time, but it's just like, bro, I just, my heart is aching for, like, Everybody that we've talked about is just so ghetto, bro. So ghetto. So can we talk about Nick Cannon? Because that's ghetto. And I know we don't want to talk about it and say that it's ghetto, but it is. Okay, let me not say ghetto because I don't want to make this up. I don't I don't want to misuse the word ghetto in that way. Go ahead. Nick Cannon is intentionally fathering children. According to him, according to him, I have reason to believe otherwise, but he has been um he claims that he's intentionally having children with women. These are planned pregnancies. If you don't know what's going on, Nick Cannon, he's on, I think he's on his seventh child now. He has two at Mariah Carey. I think he has, I think her name's No, we're Brittany. not going to name all of them, child. Mm-mm. No, because I have to do. So he has, he, has, he has two at Brittany. He had one with her in 2017. He welcomed his fourth child with her last year. Okay, I want to keep, it was, like, it was 2020, end of 2020. After that, he had another child with another girl and he had twins with another girl. So that means in the span of 12 months, he's had, Three children. Four children. Four. Four children, yeah, because the one was a set of twins. twins. And one of them was with a girl that he's been with for four years. The other two girls are apparently, according to him, are planned pregnancies. And he's saying it's because it is a European concept for us to think that we only have to settle down and commit, or guys should only settle down and commit to one woman because women are not property. Um, so he wants to spread his seed well, he didn't say he would spread his seed, but these pregnancies are planned, this, that, and the other, and that's his story, and he's sticking to it. Mm. Now, I call bullshit. Let me tell you what I think is a thing. I feel like, Nick Cannon, I feel like you pulled a future. I think that you had, you cheated on your girlfriend, and you, because he said before in other interviews that he does not believe in having condoms. He thinks life is too short to wear condoms. I think that for whatever reason, you had children with two women, and it is what it is. Like you had two side babies, but instead of facing that bad press and having accountability for your actions and just saying straight up, like it was unintentional, you're telling everybody it was planned. It was not planned. I didn't even realize that one of the babies that he had was with a girl that he's been with for four years. I'm like, you have two children with her. I doubt that on the y'all's fourth year anniversary of bringing in y'all's second child together, that she decided to let you have two other children by two different women. Why would she make that decision? And why is she not speaking on that? Why are you like to me? I'm just like I don't I don't believe it. I call cap. I call cap. So there's more to the story than he's letting. Um, I don't. Is it because all these women have platforms? I mean, unless they're just signing NDAs, which I kind of doubt. But you doubt? I feel like, 
Yes. Why do you? If Moneybag is having people sign NDAs for shit show, Nick Cannon is. Because sure. I he feel like it. these women are openly, although I don't agree with his reasoning, I feel like these women are knowingly getting into relationships with him or having like sexual relations with him, knowing his situation, knowing that he has a bunch of kids on the way. Like he has a kid that was born months later after the other. Like, so you tell me you laid up with him not knowing that another one was no, pregnant? They mm-hmm. didn't because by the time they all, anu- they all no. announced their pregnancy. Uh, nothing you can say other. is going to convince me that they didn't know. But no, so. but like, if, no, if we had our kids within two months of one another, I wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. I wouldn't yeah. have known. That's one that's situation. His like, kid, he has a kid a year old. He definitely has a kid that's... Co- no, it's not, not a year yet. Signing up to be sister wives. I'm sorry. I don't believe that at all. Like, I just no. know. I'm pretty sure they all knew, like, he's probably talking to other people, but did they all know they're going to end up pregnant at the same time? In the same fucking no. situation? No, they did not. No. No. I mean, because they did. It's crazy. The bar is low. I don't oh, care who you are. The bar is low. <laughs> and definitely not for, you know, goddamn Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon? Like. I don't think he's cute. Nick Cannon? No. I don't know what it is because, like, Nick Cannon is a great businessman, all that stuff. It's just some about him just people don't vibe with. He looks goofy like Meek Mill. He's like, they don't click. <laughs> Meek Mill is very goofy looking. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no. I used to think he was cute, uh, but I, the way I he was, was fine. Not mm. corny. But, yeah, Nick Cannon, yeah, something about him just doesn't click with everybody, but major- the majority, actually. And, like, seeing all this is just, it's very weird. But you know what? I know someone with, like, the mindset that Nick Cannon's trying to portray. He's, like, one of those people where it's like, oh, well, you know, I love who I love. And, you know, whoever I connect with in that moment, I connect with. And I want to have multiple children with multiple women. I want us all to like live together. So there are people out there with those mindsets already. So who knows? Bro, Zion Mixelodian. No, that's what I said. I was like, listen, <laughs> y'all know that she was in it for the bag. First, she named her child Zillionaire. Zillion. Like, first said, name Zillion, middle name Air. Are y'all Thank kidding me? Really? She said she just named them check one and check two. Pretty much. Wait, who, who did that? I think one it's the baby mama. Abby, Abby five. De La Rosa. Who? Abby De La Rosa, the one who, that had the twins. Their child's father? And the other one is like Zickelodeon. Who's their child's father? Nick Cannon, girl. Would you? <laughs> but Zickelodeon is sick. Zickelodeon Wait, they call is it, sick. They call the baby it's Zickelodeon. Not it's not Zickelodeon. <laughs> Are you sure? It's something crazy like it's, that. What is I it? literally just said Zion Mixelodeon. <laughs> she says Zickelodeon. Huh? Is that better? That's not better. So yeah. the first name is Zion. The middle name yeah, is Mixelodian. Why would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. About apparently, Zion. she thinks they're going to be rich, yeah. and the name won't matter. I mean, and they will. They they will. They definitely. Do will they have be. claims to Nickelodeon? I don't know. <laughs> no. And then one of their child's name is Zen. Yeah. No. Is that? Is that? That sounds is, better um, than Zion Mixelodian and Zillionaire. It's then I think it's his child with his girlfriend. His actual with girlfriend. Alyssa Scott, yeah, Wait, the one he actually she's not on the baby's on the way. Or maybe what? she who the fucking knows? Y'all, are y'all one sure his name is Powerful Queen? Are y'all sure <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all sure I'm that they did this shit up? Y'all it's sure that they didn't have a group chat with all these names? Because there's a lot no. of these. No, it, it's, it's it's the side girls. It's the side girls trying to come up with these names because they're not serious. They're not serious. Powerful they know queen. They are just, 
Clavily. <laughs> Golden Sagon Cannon. Golden Sagon. Sajon. Sagon. These are ugly names. I'm sorry. Wait, powerful queen Sagon Cannon? No, Golden Sagon Cannon. Powerful queen Cannon. Zil- Zion Mixolodian Cannon. Zillion Air. Whew, sorry. So I'm about to fly the in only, here. I'm taking my spells, child. The what? only one that has normal... <laughs> not saying these are not normal names, but like nice names is Mariah's children. Monroe and Moroccan. I felt Mariah like because these are my kids. She chose her... She chose her the name. She even yeah. said she named um, Monroe after Marilyn Monroe because she really liked Marilyn Monroe. Like, I felt like her names make perfect sense. I mean, Zion does too, but it's just the middle name that gets carried away. <laughs> it's all the middle names that low-key fuck up the names. Yeah. You just go based off the first name. Power I'm on power. Star is setting her up for so many jokes in Rose Sessions. <laughs> like, I just think I hope she I can mean, fight. She's be powerful Child, and a queen. Let's okay. not. Let's not. The kids I hope she can fight. It's, it's Imagine them taking Roe. Imagine taking Roe to class. A powerful queen? Are you Everybody, yes? I mean, like, can, can we not act like Nigerians didn't do this? You know, we know. Y'all know somebody named. Something. Actually, no, 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 no. Like because their like, names have meaning. No. Powerful yeah. queen. Powerful queen what? has meaning to her. Or? What? But when I'm not talking, no, I'm not talking queen? about Nigerian names. I'm talking about when when people name their kids like favor and blessing. It's those like are, like, are good names. <laughs> okay, actually, actually, you're right. I feel you from that context. Yeah. You're allowed. Like but I I, what I was do. saying is like. In some elementary schools, like kids would want to be called like Queen Elizabeth. Some someone might think she's like pl- being head ass powerful queen. Like you made it, you made it to what the teacher has to say. Well, the joke's on well, you. They're not going to say a funny queen. joke. Yeah, You're going to just say powerful. I'm not trying to make it a funny joke. I'm just saying the point of view I was coming. No, from. I'm saying like, if the kid says that as a joke, the joke will be on okay. you, kid. Like it's not funny. No, but they roll okay, They're not I'm saying middle saying, names. Like, so they're going to just say powerful canon. They're not going to say powerful queen canon. Like. Okay, y'all. Uh, we're yeah. talking about like love and love gone left. I'm gonna have y'all seen that viral video. This video is going around. It's about um. So, Oprah has a show called Black Love that she needs to cancel. That she needs to cancel because it's, it's not a very good depiction of Black Love. It should be called Black Struggle. Mm-hmm. But um, so there's this clip going on where this this man and this woman are talking about their relationship and they've been together for five years they've been together for five years and this man if you see his disposition near him talking like he even said straight up like i put her through a lot he's i'll say shut up i put her through a lot he said what she said the day she met him she told her mom this is my husband but he said that um he didn't believe he wouldn't even tell her he loves her because he said if i told her this i know i wanted to be sure even though he said i love you so many times before he said the only reason he even said i love you is because it slipped out by accident she said that he would like go on like disappearing miles she wouldn't hear from him on months on end all the other stuff Six months on end, five years goes or whatever. They end up getting married, and this is their story or whatever. But that's how they end up doing it. Come to find out, recently he did file for divorce from her because he never loved her. Yeah, and that's the thing. And so there's been a lot of people coming out, pretty much saying like, if you these are red flags. If 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 a guy's talked to you for two years, he ends up with you, then this and that. He never loved you. He just settling on other stuff. I want to say, what is y'all's take on that? Like, because. Hearing it, she looks like she was okay with it. She loved him and all the other stuff. Do y'all feel like he was wrong for leading her on for that long? Um, or do you think that... I don't want to put it all on him. Yeah. Because I did see the clip, and he made it a point in the clip to say, we dated non-exclusively for five years. Five years, okay? yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm not c- c- talking about the five years, whatever. However long you want to date somebody is your business. That's but to true. me, she said that they have gone out of the country 
and were on trips together for a week and they would return back to their respective places, him to LA, her back to Texas. And he, he would ghost her for six months. And he did that more than once. I'm sorry. More than you cannot once. take me out of the country. And I'm thinking we're locked and loaded. And when we come back from that trip, you completely ghost me and you don't come back around till six months later. That's unacceptable. I understand that sometimes men don't know what they want and men will play games at the end of the day. I feel like for her, she wanted that title and she told her mom, this is going to be my husband. And I felt like she was willing to stick it throughout until she got that title. She got what she wanted because on that couch, she looked very content and happy. And you can he tell did. from his she, body that look and everything her. he said that he was just not that into her. He wasn't. So I don't blame him. I blame her. Because the fact that I'm pretty sure he even told her to some extent, I don't fuck with you on this level, and she was still okay, willing to sit around. Because men will be honest with I don't think he flat people. out said that. Guys I don't think don't. he flat out said it, but I have yeah. seen where a man has said, I don't want to be with you. This is what I don't want. And they're still okay with sticking around. So. But yeah, they need to cancel the show. It's Our too many struggle stories on there. Really? I've never seen the show, okay. um, personally, but... Or even, like, seeing the clip y'all are talking about. But I don't know. Like, I feel like we still have to kind of put the responsibility back on this man. Because I just highly doubt that he's over here, like, telling her, I don't like you. I don't want to be with you. I don't see you as a wife. Like, who knows what he was telling her and she was just holding out hope, you know? Because I don't know. One thing, I feel like you get, I mean, thing people can give off is hope. Okay. And he still yeah. married her. So it's like, uh-huh. if you really it. just did not like her that much, why would you marry her? Because, because she's exactly. still there yeah. when all is said and done. And honestly, I feel like that's, that's the only thing to me when I was watching. It's crazy because I found out that he divorced from her after watching it because I was like, I need to know what happened because if you watch it, you can see she seems so into him and he seems like he's telling a story about how at one point he was not into her, but even his, the way he's acting, I'm like, sir, are you into her now? Like telling his story, like he'll be like, he'll be throwing in extra stuff. I'm like, you didn't have to say that. I put her through a lot. Like Mm. I, I didn't, when he said that he told her, I love you by accident the first time, I'm just like, so yeah, he was like, uh, I've told many a woman before her that I love many a woman. And I'm like, okay, we get it. Thank you. I said it it plenty times before. I'm like, but did he, but whenever he said it to her, whenever he said it to her, he turned around plenty of times. Oops, sorry, that was a mistake. He probably didn't say that. He probably kept going with it and kept telling her he I'm loved not her. He lie. said the first time he ever told her he loved her, it, it, it came out on accident. And he said he wished it didn't happen because he knows she's the type of girl where you give her inch and she takes a mile. Like, that probably, that I love you to her probably made her cling on to him even harder. But a man will what? play with you as long as you let him. And at what some point, doing? your mom, somebody should have said, okay, now, sis. Yeah. I don't care it's what person he's giving you. You need to take for face value how this man is treating you because he's going to continue to fuck with you and ghost you for six months for five years if you allow him to. So but how do you just married, married, how long, so how long were they married? Oh. How long oh, were they married? See, I wish I knew that. I don't know. For, was, it, was it a while? Well, not exact time, but was it a while or was it like a short amount? I don't know because he was just d- recently dating Garcelle off Real Housewives of <laughs> Beverly Hills. So. He sure was on the last season. Yeah, he was on the last season, yeah, Crystal. That is her ex. So, that was and him. No, yes. And that's why I was so She was so immediately. <laughs> He didn't even make it into the next season. They asked about no, him, and that's the last time you heard about him. Yeah. <laughs> he did seem like a media whore, so. Like, 
She said bye, like real quick. <laughs> I hate this yeah. for my women, but like I just no. I don't get it. Like this one, like bro, you got one time. If I really really like you, that's the only way I would be content with a nigga ghosting me if I just didn't fuck with him like that. So I just yes. I'm like, bro, if I really really like, especially after a trip yes. out of the country, like, bro, no. yeah, you can't ghost me for a week. I can't imagine no. months. Like, and you're on here saying I would not hear from him for months. I'm like multiple. No. Mm-mm. How does that even sound? You hey big it's head. So like, how do you even come back from that? Oh my gosh. It's on site <laughs> on Monday. Like, the, the crazy part is and they're tra- I think that lately I've been seeing like this narrative. I feel like they're trying to normalize women lowering the expectations. Cause I don't know if y'all have seen that tweet. Like there's been many renditions of this tweet floating around where it'll be like a woman will share like a thread of her reaching out to a guy and he's gonna meet at his house and she's turning it down and being like, no, like if we can't go on a date, I'm not going. And they're getting attacked and bashed being like, as a woman, like a guy should be able to be chill and not everything has to be rah-rah. Like oh, no. if a guy's offering to cook for you at his home, it should no. be no big If I'm not comfortable hanging out with you at your house the first time, it doesn't make anything about me incorrect. I don't know you on that level. Yeah, that's normal. How do I know you're not going to slip something in my... Like, I just don't know you comfortably enough to come to your home. I want to go back... I'm saying I want to go back to this months real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, But y'all can't, y'all can't tell me. Okay, y'all haven't been in a situation like with the like ex or someone you're still like like, dealing with, and a month has gone by that Mm y'all haven't spoken. Maybe because you're like trying to be like headstrong, you're not trying to talk to them, Mm -hmm. and like they pop back up. Mm -mm. That's not ghosting, bro. That's we fell out. Yeah, we fell out. Yeah. Okay, but low key, really someone, what it is. no, because I feel you know like what? that really is what it is. We other. fell out. Like, let's call it what it is. We fell out. <laughs> but one person had to ghost the other person because at one point, one person had to stop replying. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like no. in that situation, I feel that's like toxic. in that that's situation, the, that's the process of falling out. Sorry. I just feel like in that situation, like it's kind of already established, like y'all not fucking with each other no more. You know what I mean? So if communication ceases, it's not like, oh shit, why are we not talking? We really weren't supposed to be talking anyways. So it's like, if you happen to slide back into my phone or I happen to slide back into yours, we kind of know what it is. But for us out of the country and we return and you don't talk to me for six months, I'm going to assume you had a wife and we went on a little rendezvous for the (laughs) the week Okay, back to your regular life. Like, no. I'm going to assume correctly and keep it pushing. Like, I'm not about to sit here and figure it out. No. I'm, no. Six months. That's why I said it's on site month seven. As soon as I see you, like, you are, like, <laughs> are going to have to answer some questions and some hands. Like, because what is going on? And it not pans by me. I got people ready for you. Because, like, that. No, look at the way Paulette's even Listen. posting up in this camera. Paulette, calm Nate. down. Nate, thank you. So I got people posting up for you. Calm <laughs> down, Paulette. Like, can you imagine? Y'all, imagine someone doing that to y'all. God forbid, that's none of our portions. I'm just saying, like, no, no, mm-mm. No, like that's fucked up. Like I need her to go to some therapy. Some and then y'all went on TV with it. And he's famous a little bit. So it's making you look crazy. <laughs> Bro, see, woman, let's have more shame because when I was watching that, I was like, no uh, "Let's please, have, let's please have more shame to the internet." Every fucking sentence because but, you are not about to see and tell these lies. That reminds me. That reminds me of that TikTok. Yeah, I'm gonna stand beside him. No, That's no, my thing. But I think at one point we've all kind of lost the shame we should have dealing with the nigga. Yeah. I know I have. No. I think back on some no, shit, and I'm just no. like. 
Shameless was my I name. I wanted to just let Shameless. you walk over me like a doormat. Literally. Like a doormat, Jory. Say that shit again. Shameless. Like, can't nobody sign to me like that again, though. Ever. Ever. But, but one thing about me. Ever, ever, ever. One thing about maybe I may tell the story on this podcast, but I I like I take my L's in private now. Yeah. I've learned that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I'm gonna be a dumb bitch, I'm gonna be a dumb bitch in silence. Okay, <laughs> you know, and like sure. honestly, that's the best way to do it. Nobody needs to know you being a dumb bitch. Look, it, look, it yeah. doesn't matter none of your business. It's no, my please, life. And my please believe life. if we get if we get married, I'm rewriting history. I'm rewriting history. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Y'all not gonna know about that. Uh-uh. And may y'all write y'all off the- because y'all were never for it. So mm-mm. y'all may know about the vacation, but do y'all have to know about the ghosting moments? Does that have to Bro, be a part of my love story? There, was, there was this picture on, I think it went viral on Twitter, and a picture was like, a caption was like, um, I, I used to ride her car out uh, while she would go to work and she would buy me weed or whatever. And now I got two relics, a baby on the way, a big house. Somebody call me talking about. Did you have to let us know that you did that? You took her car and she's giving you weed money? Did y'all have to tell us that? Did you have to say that part? Bro. Oh my gosh. There was a thing, because um, what's it called? On um, There's like this thread going around where they're pretty much asking like, what's the most you've ever like given a money or what's the most you've ever given a man? How's the most money you've ever spent on a guy? And some girl was saying, she said that she um, was at work and I guess her boyfriend was like a stay-at-home rapper. And one time he Mm-mm. came to her job to ask for some money and she said her her boss had asked him like, oh, what do you do for a living? And this, he said, this man had the nerve to say nothing, really. She said, my boss pulled me into her office so fast. I'm like, low key, why would you come to my work to borrow money and tell my <laughs> boss that you don't have a job? And she said she was 19 at the time. I felt her boss and her boss was black. Come to my office because we. Yeah. I need to put some values in you because this is not going to fly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I remember back like in my younger days. Oh my goodness. I basically, that's why I knew the game out here is real tough, man. It's not for the weak. And like, literally, um, I was at work. I worked at an urgent care, right? And the dude, I, I saw the dude I was dealing with. I'm like, what is he doing on this side of town? Like, this oh is- my God. Like, what the fuck is going on? So, <laughs> and so um, I remember a woman walked in with her child. And she signed him up for a physical. And I guess he saw me at the front. Why that why did I do go back to the car and never came back? So I texted him, I'm like, hey, what you doing? He's like, and he was like, Oh, I'm out um out doing stuff. I'm like, out doing stuff in Carrollton. And cause I'm like, what the fuck? And look, y'all, embar- embarrassing. Not gonna lie. I don't even want to tell you what happened at the end. It's just it's embarrassing. So, so that was his wife and kids. It wasn't his wife and kid, it was just a one another girl he was dealing with. He and whose kid was it? Oh, her and her kid. Totally think. I was like, that's why I knew I was like, oh, I'm not in the run for this. I don't got a kid, so. <laughs> there was all my shit that we used to live. <laughs> that was God. That, 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 yeah, that, like, and look, literally stop there. fucking with him. I, I mean, did house. you say, girl, we're talking about shit that you endured, though. Like, the, the show. Bullshit. Like, yeah, but no. you let him go after that. <laughs> no, it doesn't key. matter. Like, how I thought I was talking about how much like y'all spent. No, it is how much you spent. I'm not gonna lie, I ever spent on a nigga was like 2000 on one gift. 
Oh, uh, don't, yeah, I'm not talking about this not. ever. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're so gonna talk. But yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There was one time. Actually, I'm. Okay, it's triggering. <laughs> it's like, so I'm not I'm ever gonna talk about. No, I still can't laugh about it. So that's why I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying my piece. I'm not. Just saying an adult piece. got involved, and adult, an adult was like, "You are tripping." And no, <laughs> when, you know, well, adults I, and get involved. I wish, it's like I wish somebody yeah. had intervened because <laughs> Oh my! God. I was in love. Never again, though. Uh, hopefully again for the right person though oh yeah absolutely after the right person <laughs> my joy's face saying i said what i said well yeah, <laughs> right. i mean this is, this is i mean humbly i took an l on, on my two thousand dollars you know humbly but shortly after that some shit came out and the camera got stolen it, the camera cr- truly did get stolen but i was glad because i'm like you're undeserving of the camera that i bought you for the bullshit that she was doing behind my back so i'm glad the camera got stolen but i still humbly took my my l on the money i spent but Damn. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad you can laugh about it now because, like yeah, I said, it's I niggas out. It's double it's, L. Like, it's niggas, no, not even. Else's hands. Ugh, this niggas is. like me that have done things that I they probably will never see the light of day. Maybe next year, guys. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll tell y'all about it next. Clown face but, the entire time. You know, I was a fool. Before we wrap up um, the current events, I did want to say that we should give a quick prayers up to Haiti. Um, they recently had oh, yeah. an earthquake. And, you know, at this point, I feel like Haiti can't catch a break because there's a lot of things going on yeah. that don't make enough of, of the media. Uh, just a while ago, their president was assassinated. Yep. And even before, you know, they just had an earthquake in 2010 that, you know, a lot of areas in Haiti have not recovered from that. So for them to have another Haiti and reports are saying that it reached, bruh, reports are saying that it even reached Jamaica. Like that's crazy. So I just want to say a quick prayers up to Haiti, pray for the family. And if we do have any links that we can post, we'll definitely post them. Yeah. I know Naomi Osaki, correct me if I'm saying her name wrong. She already said that she's going to give all her proceeds for some math that she's doing towards Mm -hmm. there. So yeah, we're going to try and do that. Pray for Haiti, y'all. Oh, my God. Pray That's for Haiti. Crazy. And those of you who are taking advantage of Haiti, then it will fire you. Don't try that this time around. Mm, okay. So we're going to go ahead and hop into the topic, y'all. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and hop into the topic. So today I want to talk about something a little on the different side. We've actually had probably some of the most iconic rants on here on the podcast about black owned businesses and how we and our opinions on them not necessarily how we feel like they should run or not or just the whole movement with black owned businesses because there's been several topics that have came up and we've had different opinions about the two so i just want to start it off on a light topic because we probably are probably are gonna get a little deep in it but i want to start off on a light note by asking you guys what is your favorite black owned business at the time because mine t- changes from time to time. Mm. I don't have um, a favorite one. Yeah, me, 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 me. I would say as far as like, I don't have a favorite brand, but I would say as far as like a uh, item, I, I love black on candles. So I don't have a favorite company necessarily. Well, I only buy black on candles. And so I guess you would say that's one thing I would make sure that I always buy from. Yeah, Joy, I agree with you. I, I like black on candles too. It smells really good. Very comparable and better. Yeah, I don't know. Pedigree. You know, I don't know if I have like a, a extreme favorite, but anything black owned just kind of makes me happy for the most part. So it's like, if I know it's coming from like it's black owned, it's natural. More than likely, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like lately I have been shopping with black owned brands, but and this is not even to be shady. I don't think I'm shopping with them because they're like my personal favorites. You know, I think they're. Uh, 
you know, a lot of times black-owned brands offer what other brands can mm-hmm. offer as well. I just think it's just just me doing it intentionally. I don't have a fave right now. Okay, so let me restructure that question. Like, have you ever experienced an over-the-top experience from a black-owned business that made you like a customer for life? Like, and if so, you can shout them out. Um, yes, I have. Um, her Instagram name is Modish Decor. So um, she sells pillows, candles, and I think like uh, coasters. So she was having a sale during Black Friday and I placed the order and I was like, man, I should have placed more. So I turned around like two days later and I placed another order. And so on, and her shipping is kind of, kind of high for, I ordered a lot of stuff. So I think it was just pillow, their pillow. So it was kind of expensive, but on her own, she reached out to me. She said, Hey, Jory, she was like, I see you placed two orders. She was like, do you mind if I just ship all the orders together instead of shipping them in separate boxes? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then like a little bit later, she ended up refunding me the shipping for my second order. And I was like, damn, that was actually really nice to her because the fact that she even took the time to pay attention to the orders that I had two orders and on, cause she didn't say she was going to refund me just on her own. I got the notification that she refunded me. And I was like, damn, that's actually nice as hell. Cause the average person just would have shipped my stuff in two separate boxes yeah, and kept my and shipping. Kept your so money. I was like, so since that order, I placed three more orders from her. Like all the pillows in my house, my velvet pillows in my house are from Modish Decor. Shout out to her. She definitely got me out of the customer for life. Cause I'm just like, that was like top tier for me. Yeah, that's good. I think I had, well, a similar, I guess, ordering experience. I feel like ordering really sets the tone. I don't even remember her name because I'll be honest, I didn't even get the book for me. I was getting a book for Jory because Jory mentioned that she um, liked this vegan cook or whatever. And so I remember I ordered the book and we needed it by like Suka Santa. So it was not going to come in time. I ordered the book and it was taking forever. So I reached out to her and was like, I haven't received the book yet. And she was just like, oh, you should have got it. She's like, you don't have a tracking number. I was like, tracking number is not bringing anything up. And she was like, honestly, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to go ahead and just send out, send you another book. If you get two books and that's fine, it just is what it is. I just want to make sure that you get it. I'm going to make sure that it comes priority and everything. And I'm not going to lie. I thought she was capping because a lot of people say that if you get two, then that's fine. I'm like, yeah, you're saying that because you know, I'm not going to get the first one. And you just, you forgot to send it to me. But I actually got two books. Like she actually was like, wanted to make sure that I got it on time. And so I just thought that was so nice that she went above and beyond and she followed up with me and everything. And a lot of these days, people don't respond to DMs or anything like that, but she really kept in touch afterwards. And I was like, honestly, this is a really good experience. And um, if I remember her name, I'll shout her out. I do not remember. Um, it's the it's the Chick Natural. I'm not sure if that's her oh, Chick Natural, name, but okay. I know that's her YouTube page for that's sure. That's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might've changed, but that's what it used to be, the Chick Natural. I think for me, most of my like really good experiences haven't been necessarily like merchandise, but more so restaurants. Like I feel like there's so much hospitality whenever it comes to like black owned restaurants and like them just being so appreciative that like you're showing their restaurant biz like business, you're buying things. So that's probably where I like recently my most recent one was actually in Houston at this like food truck called Main Chick. They sell chicken sandwiches, and it was just nice. Like the owner came out to start talking, then started like giving out free things. Like, oh, we'll try this. This is your first time. Try this. Da da da. da. You know, I hope you come back. Tell your friends about us. So that's probably what my best experiences have been. Mm. My best, well, one of my better experiences has been with her name is at Melissa Simone. She has swimwear. And she had a sale a while ago, and I think I ordered, like, I either ordered the wrong size bottom or I ordered the size anyways because that's what she had in stock. So I was like, it's going to help, whatever. I ordered it, and then I messaged her. was just like, 
hey, I actually have the wrong size. Is there any way you could just ship out, you know, a, a, the correct size? And, and she has a lot. Of, she's pretty popular. So I wasn't expecting a response. I just did it to kind of shoot the shit. And she responded and was like, yeah, of course. Don't worry about it. And so even when I, I've done this before, guys, and I've, people still, either the, it wasn't corrected or they just told me that they're going to do it and it kind of just went over their heads. She actually did it. So I was surprised she actually did it. And I appreciated it because it's like, Again, a lot of people don't respond to messages, so it kind of made it seamless for me. And I was like, dang, like the fact that she responded, that kind of just takes you over the top for me because a lot of people do not respond. For me, but, it's, oh, sorry. No, good. For me, it's when I went to this burger spot. It's, I believe it's over there. I don't know if it's in. You got to say Wingfields? No, ma'am. I think oh, yikes. But there's just, that place is very good, too. But there's the name of this restaurant, a Burger Spice Invasion, and the owner's actually from Houston, and he moved here. And, like, my only experience there, I had, had like, the Cardi B burger. It was actually very good, and it was spicy. And, like, he allowed us to try different dishes that he was, like, trying to figure out if he's going to put out on the next menu and stuff like that. And, like, it was very personal. Like, it was nice. And, like, they were so kind. All those staff work, everybody was just so respectful. Like, Invasion, y'all, check it out in Dallas. It's nice. And it's Black-owned. Okay. So, with that being said, like, I'm just going to get to the nitty-gritty. Do y'all feel like – because I feel like all – everything Black-owned, Black merchandise, Black everything has kind of, like – it's been a thing, but I think it's been is now more of a, on a pedestal ever since the whole Black Lives Matter happened during the, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement happened during the pandemic. So what do y'all think? Do y'all feel like um, BLM created the demand or want for black owned products? Or do y'all think that this kind of just been on a whole? And the reason I say that, because I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I've, I've been pro-black. I always buy black. I've been vocal about that on the podcast. And it's, it's, never, it's not nothing new for me. However, I did see the increasing demand for black products when the whole movement started. And I also, I ain't never heard of it. Shout out to Telfar. I ain't never heard of them bags to the whole Black Lives Matter movement started. Sorry. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely because August actually is Black Business Month, which is something that I n- never even knew. And I feel like that has to be something that started this year. If it existed before this year, I was not aware of it. But I think that, um, B- well, I don't want to say BLM, but I think the events that occurred last year with George Floyd was definitely a catalyst for people and companies understanding the importance of Black lives, the Black dollar, um, Black voices. I feel like it impacted a lot and I feel like in retrospect people were able to be like okay where exactly am I putting my dollar because we were bored at one point some stuff was getting boycotted it wasn't safe to shop anywhere people were so problematic especially with Trump and everything that it was just like at the end of the day if I'm going to put my dollar into something that I know is safe let me just put it into the black dollar into into a black business so I think that definitely um came from all the events that happened last year I wouldn't even say last year though I would definitely think like it's been a couple years because even if you think about um, Black Friday and people were talking about uh, like the his I don't know if that's even the true history behind Black Friday, but um, but basically like boycotting like certain um, shops during Black Friday and only shopping black. So I don't know. I don't I wouldn't say like last year it became a thing, but I think in the last like two to three years, it's definitely become more mainstream to buy black. Yeah, definitely. Cause even on TikTok, they have like a support black business trending, uh, yeah. like a trending video thing. And like people were, were actually mad about that. Like it actually get like 
infuriate a lot of people who are non-POC because they were saying it's unfair. Why is it that TikTok is choosing to highlight black businesses and like going all in? And I'm just like, I mean, I don't really care. Of course, I'm all for the black dollar, but I definitely think that it's not, I feel like especially to support black business, it's like it's even leaving outside of black people where even people who are not black are mm-hmm. intentionally going to support black businesses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. That's what I think. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it just made it yeah. more mainstream to people who yeah. are not yes. um, minorities. Yeah. That's probably what yeah. it is. Cause again, like there's a lot of people buying Telfar. Child, when I seen um, Telfar yes. on Real Housewives of New York, I was like, well, okay, we see you, uh, Sonia. Okay, we see you, Sonia. She talked about Telfar. And I think this was before, this was before 2020. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, In regards to what you said, Michelle, about the TikTok, uh, Etsy did the same thing. During Black History Month, the homepage highlighted black um, like business shops on Etsy on the main screen. And I was like, that was actually kind of lit to me because a whole bunch of stuff I never, I mean, I searched for the most random shit on Etsy, but it showed me like a lot of stuff like jewelry, painting, stuff that I never would have found because I'd be on there for random stuff. But I'm like, I was like, that actually was dope with them. And I I can Mm -hmm. see how people might be upset, but I don't care. Yeah, sorry, cry. Yes. Even Sephora, remember when they they moved like a lot of black owned products to the forefront? So they're, I guess, yeah, but that, I think that's a little bit different though because I feel like it's it's it, for me it's for the bigger corporations kind of just like why did you just now start doing this? Because a lot yeah. of people did not start doing it until it was a movement, right? Okay, with Sephora, them moving. Sephora's been around for how long? They've had black a lot of black um like black black owned makeup whatever they've had a lot of cosmetic lines with black um creators for a very long time why are y'all just now bringing it to the forefront same thing with band-aid band-aid like they have now they're creating brown band-aids and now it's becoming mainstream mainstream like it's just like for me it's kind of just like what are you doing this because it's a trend now same thing we talked about last episode we were talking about how all those people were kicking the baby off of the thing because it's a trend because it's like it's like like you know what i'm saying like yeah. y'all can be associated with what the people are not doing but you want to be associated with the people are doing but yeah. at the same time like what is your reasoning behind doing this so it's like it's kind of a double-edged sword because i don't agree with like i like i'm not here for band-aid i'm sorry like we've been wearing nude band-aids for how long and now all of a sudden you want to come out with brown band-aids brown that are band-aid. the color of people's skin i don't rock with that I'm, and i'm not gonna support I mean, you I do like them I, I, I'll buy no there's a black owned brand that I'll buy them for them before I buy them from the Band-Aid brand or the Johnson & Johnson brand sorry and the crazy part is that's I feel like that's even how it happened because I feel like the this brand came out and was like and mind you people have been complaining about Band-Aids for years I think there was even like a uh, like a it was even in an episode or a show where it's like I mean it sticks out when you have a a bruise and you have to put a band-aid it's not the color of your skin but it's supposed to be a nude color band-aid we've been known that nude only applies to beige people but as soon as this this black owned brand came out with their own band-aids all of a sudden now oh y'all want to bring out band-aids just like when fenty came out was all exclusive with the shades oh all of a sudden now y'all have the resources to create shades for all skin types y'all been making makeup for years y'all didn't realize that black people shop with y'all like it's performative we literally very very performative formula colors to make your cup like wow like even lingerie too like oh god I, don't even get me started like y'all never like a tan bra was just that one tan but now y'all are coming out with brown bras all different colors yeah Girl, even now could i even told you where to buy i can't tell you where to buy a brown bra i can't like what i mean unless i mean may, when i say maybe not like mainstream like victoria's secret or something like i can't tell you like oh you can go in the mall and find a brown bra unless you have to order it online 
with yeah. the, like a small black business. So that's why I'm just like, I don't know. A lot of it is performative to me, but okay. So why do y'all feel like it's harder to start a business as a minority or do you feel like it's more beneficial? Uh, and this is, I mean, this is a very general statement, but I do feel like sometimes it's just lack of knowledge and not to say that people aren't doing the research before they start a business, but I do feel like sometimes we're not exposed to certain things we don't know. I think a lot of people like, oh, I want to start a business. I'm going to get an LLC. I'm good. No, you're not okay. Like after you get an LLC, you need to get a DUNS number. You need to open up a business checking account, a business savings account so you can get business credit. All the stuff that people mm-hmm. don't realize, like a lot of people just think, oh, once I get the LLC, I'm good to go. And it's like, no, but I feel like people don't know that because I don't think we have a lot of education mm-hmm. in regards to starting a business as a, as a black minority, because yeah. for the most part, you people say, Oh, well, I couldn't get funding. Well, why can't you get funding? I didn't have a Dunn's number. i never had a business checking account. I was having my business finances go through my personal checking account. It's just little things like that. And I don't want to people go into it uneducated, but I feel like there are not a lot of resources that people can reach out to to figure mm-hmm. out these are the steps that I should do to make sure that my black business is going to be able to thrive. So yeah, I agree. I just think it's just harder for us to access resources. Like, it's just kind of, I don't know, it just makes me think twice about, like, how effed up this generation, not generation, sorry, this country is, because it's literally, like, it's it's literally not made for Black people to progress. Like, it's so crazy, because when you look at, like, generational wealth, you see these white people who have, like, generations of, like, money and access to people and and sources that we just don't have like it's just not normal for us so I think that like not to say that we use it as a crutch but at the same time I think it's just like it's kind of discouraging when you come to start because it's like dang like if you had this you could know how far your business goes goes, it's like we just don't have access to that like Mm -hmm. I can't pick up the phone and call freaking Paris Hilton if I want to open a hotel Uh but there are some white people who can you know what I'm saying or call the Hilton so it's just like like, ugh, I just hate that, like, this is how the system works. Like, I truly feel like it's, it's designed against us. So I feel like there are op- the obstacles that we come across. I feel like when you do even cross that line into to becoming a business, like, it's good, you're, it's going to be harder for people to shop with you or harder for people to yeah. even to get your business off the ground just because it's like people kind of look at you like, how did you even make it here? You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is a white man's land. So now that you made it here, like, do we, are we going to trust your product? Is your product fraud? Yeah. Is your, like, I feel like we, people second guess our products before mainstream or before like people who are not minority. Like, definitely that, I feel like that's the biggest obstacle. Yeah, and white privilege is real. White privilege does exist. Um, and you know what's crazy? Because even like, because a lot of white people, of course, like they have this issue with pe- people saying white privilege because, oh, we are all born the same. We all have different circumstances. But like, I wasn't able to truly understand the way that white privilege works until I went to like Nigeria and actually looked at like the being old enough to actually see how people conduct business mm-hmm. and seeing exactly what like black privilege and nepotism is and how people benefit from it because like in nigeria it's like if you have money you have money if you don't you don't but a lot of the people who like in nigeria once you have money it's very hard to lose it right especially like if your parents have money as a child like you just you're automatically just going to benefit off your parents being successful it just is what it is like your parents are able to put you in situations where you're going to succeed. You're able to, you, once your parents are successful, they have so many networks that you can just tap into and being Nigerian and seeing that happen and seeing, okay, when you know somebody, there's so many doors open for you. It's like coming back here. I'm just like, that's exactly what happens in America. I'm just not able to see that side of it. You know what I mean? Like there are some people who like go to college and 
as soon as they graduate, they have a business that's going to be handed to them, period. Like they don't have to work for it. Like entrepreneurship has been taught to them as young. Whereas if you're black and you tell somebody you want to start a whole business, you don't have a lot of people who are even going to encourage you to even make you think that that's possible for you. You don't have people who are even maybe even can point you in the right direction where Sally can just tell her dad, like, you know what? I think I may start a business. They'll be, oh, call your uncle Bob. You know, he has an LLC. Oh, he has some tax people. Oh, call this. And they have some people that, and this is an idea that she has. And she has some people that she can even talk to, to, you know, run it by where if you're black, you don't even have somebody who can even verify that you're even doing it the right way. So it's just harder. And sometimes the struggle or even looking at it and seeing how hard it is can be discouraging. So it's just, it's sad, you know, but I think generational wealth is the only way to solve that, to be honest. Yeah. So with with what you just said, Michelle, do you feel like the black dollar goes further versus like, the co- like I want to use the term colonizer, but hey, fuck it. Like, do you feel like the black dollar goes further? Like, for example, like if you had a business and um, like you were to like somebody black was to come and buy something for from you versus um, the white person buying it from you. Like, how do you feel? Like, or, or holds more value? Do you see, feel like? I think I think the black dollar has more power. I feel like black people as a whole we spend more money like capitalism affects us more than anything our dollars are the ones that's running all these corporations so i feel like it does but do i feel like but sometimes i feel like a white dollar may hold more weight because i've just noticed like, even if you see like a lot of companies right and i've seen that with a lot of people a lot of people who i'm not trying to target nobody a lot of people who having businesses they may hesitate even making like a black person the face of this business just because they've realized that okay if i can appeal to somebody who is not of color and convince them to buy my brand then that may encourage other black people to buy it because they feel like i've made it you know like Mm -hmm. for instance if if someone comes out with um a uh okay someone comes out with, with a brand of sunglasses right they may be okay. I want to be a black owned business, but if I get all these white people to wear it and these white people look cool, make it look cool. Maybe black people will be like, Oh, this is cool. Okay. Other people are wearing it. Okay. Now I want to wear it too, as opposed to trying to convince black people, only black people to wear it and white people being turned off from it. You know, that's what I'm seeing more of. So even though the black dollar may have more power, I feel like to us sometimes, even though it's sad, I feel like the white dollar holds more weight to us. And then we also have to look at it. It's like not even just a white dollar. Like white people don't use dollars. They use credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think whenever it comes to the black community, like we move weight in the industry. Like, like Michelle said, like we put money into things and we're the ones that make it into these fortune 500 companies, you know, but it's, not the black person that's going to get the credit for it it's going to be the white face behind after they buy it out yeah (sighs) so wait okay so who do you feel like profits the most off of our money in like our culture i mean is it black people or is it (laughs) it's definitely not black people i mean come on we we know that it's definitely not black people i mean that's why even you can see if you go to majority black neighborhoods the majority of businesses in those black neighborhoods are not even black owned Mm -hmm. look at the gas stations look at the hair (laughs) look at the gas station look at the beauty supplies look at the nail Uh, shops nail salons all the the money in the black community is leaving it it leaves it yep so i mean and the only thing you might find black is the hair shop but the hair on the the owner is probably 
renting that building yeah, from, from someone else. that's not color, you know, yeah. not of color. So like, yeah. You know, and then when someone does get successful them. enough, where they're like, okay, well, you know what? I finally can't afford a business. They're not going to put that mug in the hood. They're going to go to them. They're going to try to be like, okay, you know what? I've made it. Let me go run out of property somewhere in um, maybe either a gentrified area or somewhere that's, you know, you probably won't find a lot of minorities in it. Or, and then the person who, the, the role model that that community would have had to look up to has moved out. So what do you get when the black community where all the role models are moving out to more affluent areas <laughs> and all their role models are white? It's like, mm-hmm. where is that? encouragement that this could be me if you don't of all the people yeah. who are entrepreneurs don't even look like you <sighs> tucks to suck oh not like i didn't mean it like that but yeah <laughs> i didn't mean it like that <laughs> uh, yeah my eyes got so wide I was like, Whoa. no i didn't mean it like that i didn't mean it like that <laughs> yeah. wow sorry guys no i mean this like it, it reality is what sucks that's what i'm saying because it's yeah. like that's so true like you know i mean even if even i'm just thinking about like the beauty supply like i don't there are a couple of like black owned beauty supplies but even majority of them are like asian owned so it's yeah. like it's just and then uh, even when you go to the black like, owned beauty supplies you have to compare prices and you're yeah. thinking in your head you're like well this black owned business like they're they're comb is more expensive than this asian owned ones but you have to also think about like the the supplier they're getting it from what they're yeah. being charged so. getting, yeah but it, 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 it's like the another re- like the one reason why it's a little bit like not triggering but it's kind of just like light bulb because it's just like bro there is nothing out of maybe the thousands of products they have in there i want to say it's less than a quarter for it it's 80% all for people of color. So it's just like, people really just have no business doing stuff like this. It's just yeah. uh, like, I just, oh my gosh, just did, that's why I'm like, it really sucks to suck because this is just, but okay. So, um, so my next question is like, do, why do y'all feel like people are like quick to cancel like black labels or black designers or like small business owners? So for example, like, for example, we were talking about the whole, um, the baby situation, or even we talk, we've, we've talked about like the Brandon Blackwood situation where people were just so quick to cancel his bags. And I know some people on here even said stuff about how they agree with like why his bags are getting trashed or whatever. So like, why do you feel like it's so quick to like, just shun upon people who like basically black designers, black stuff like that versus Gucci who people we talk yeah. about them and well, we turn around and still wear them. Because, like, there's some people, like, that really are into their fashion. So everyone, like, is on the same level of expectation. So when a brand fails them, that's it. You know what I mean? But then, I don't know. On the other part, I feel like people should have, like, a different, like, standard for, like, a small business company and then a major corporation. You know, they all can't be – they don't have the same resources and stuff like that. So they will fall short in an area that a big corporation might not. So – yeah. yeah. Uh, what end were you on, Paul? Like, so Paulette, so did you agree with people that were talking about the Brandon Blackwood stuff? Brandon Blackwoods. What exactly were they saying? I'm sorry. So he, so on the podcast we talked about it. He has um, the systemic racism bags. Okay. He he gave out a couple of bad bags and was trashed on the internet, like trash, 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 trash. And he came out and said that he just got surgery, that he wasn't like his 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 bags normally go through like quality control, and I guess something slipped through the cracks that it, it's not normally how his bags look. It was just that bag in particular, but everyone was like. 
people were paying so-and-so amount for this bag or waiting so many months for this. So it was trash. And I know we talked about it on the podcast and I don't remember who in particular, actually, yes, I do. But some people were saying that it deserved the criticism he was getting. It deserved the ridicule that he was getting. I mean, it's, it's the hype that got him there. And so unfortunately he let everybody down because it wasn't, he wasn't just catering just to like a small group. Like everyone in the world was fucking with his design and like getting his product. So of course, like you're on a, you're on a wider range in a normal small business. So, I mean, you disappointed a lot of people. So, I mean, that, you know, it is what it is, but what I'm saying is that we, should, like I said, I'm going to go back and say what I said before. We all should like kind of have a different standard requirement for small businesses and cor- big corporations. Like they cannot all meet. I almost think part. that sometimes people feel like when they are going to buy something from a black owned business and things don't go right. It's almost like, bro, I gave you this chance and you fumbled. And I think sometimes like that's when you see a lot of conversation and talk to people like, Oh, this is that. And that, and that. But I also feel like some, a lot of these, black owned business where like people have been talking mad shit it's it's a lot of people so it's not like someone had one bad experience and they're just kind of like mm-hmm. oh don't shop there it's like it's hundreds of people who are saying these things and at some point you kind of have to just believe like okay maybe the quality is bad but i do like i said i do really feel because i think in a sense even i feel like that like if i spent my money with you and i could have went to a, a major business that i know was going to give me my stuff in a timely manner and i was going to have an issue i do kind of take offense like bro like i i like i want to put money in your pocket like i wanted to mm-hmm. support you and this is how you treat my money yeah. which it's supposed to go the same way both ways but unfortunately that's just kind of how the cookies crumble and no, now you yeah. just oh sorry go ahead michelle no, go ahead, Nikki. No, I was going to say, not even just that. Like, you have to also look at the time frame. You know, like, a lot of these companies, people are waiting months on these items. Months. Like, you know, at one point, I waited maybe four or five months for one of my Telfar bags. So, it's like, I'm not going to lie. If I had waited that long and then got a defective product, I would have been pissed. Now, would I have been pissed enough to go on the internet? No, but that's also new age. You know, a lot of people feel like that's what they want to turn to. But even whenever it come, came to Jackie Ina's um, candle, I was pissed. You know, I waited so long on this candle and, and a candle that was like $55, you know, I just expected a little bit more. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I you should rightfully, whether it's $50, whether it's two, three hundred, a thousand dollars, I think you have the right to be, you know, be upset if your money is not well worth it or if you're, if, you, if the product is defective. But at the same time, like, that's what I, like, I just don't agree with the whole, oh, they're canceled, they're this, they're that, they're this, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that was the problem with what I saw for people that were talking bad about the, the brand so of Blackwell you- bags. What? Go ahead. Are you referring to canceling them as a group or canceling them as an individual? When you say canceling, what do you mean? So you don't agree with people canceling? Um, you mean no? I don't agree with it being vocal or just, yeah, or just no. Like if you decide to cancel, or if you don't want to order from them, I think that's one hundred percent fine. There's a lot of companies, white or black, who I feel like I won't order from anymore. But if it's a black owned, what I don't like is going being vocal and being like, this person is canceled. Like, I don't believe that the people should get all the rich if they're black. My grace only extends to black people. Let me just say that. I just think that it should just shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a thing. It should never went viral for bad bags. Like, you, you don't think people should. About- oh, sorry. No, you can talk about the trash about the people were talking trash about him as a person, which that's just wrong as in general, because it's like. You know, again, his bag go through quality control. He's not the one that physically does it. But I just think that, like, even if it was, if, if you have problems, 
send an email to the company, talk to the person, like talk to some, send an email, do something, call somebody. But like, to just, I don't know. Like, I just think to publicly bash somebody who is a black owned designer who, who spends, who again has to work twice or if not three times as hard as a white person to even get their back in the door or to be considered a designer. I don't agree with that. And I would never go on do that. Whether it's, whether it's a, again, a $50 people who have $50 items, whether it's they have $300 items, I'm not going to do that. Like I just, and again, I mean, I get it. It's new age, but a lot of people have participated in this new age thing that I'm just like, I just, I'll never rock with that. Like I'm never even gonna come on here and tell y'all, Oh, I bought this from so-and-so. I didn't like it. I might tell you personally, but I'll never get on this podcast and say that. So you're against people air- airing it out on social media. Yes. That's the part that you don't like. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. I actually, it, just, it just looks bad. I mean, I've never aired anybody out. Like I definitely think if people ask me about stuff I bought and I, I had a bad experience, yeah, that's I di- shared that's a different. Yeah. But I will say this though. I actually kind of do appreciate the people who take the time to do that because when I was trying to buy furniture, like I kind of heard some bad stuff about this company, but I wasn't too sure. And I went to Twitter, typed the company's name in and so much bad shit had came up. And I was like, bro, I'm not mm. even going to take a chance. And if people wouldn't have voiced their annoying concerns with that company on Twitter, I would have went, went to the same shit through as them. And I also feel like when I order from a black owned business, a boutique, which I order a lot of stuff, but I don't order from black owned boutiques anymore. Really, I really don't unless they're big because I've never get my shit out of them. But I do appreciate people <laughs> who take the time <laughs> to actually complain oh, about that type of stuff because it it, it it lets me know it's inf- before I buy anything, especially if it's something like that. I always go and search it on tw- on Twitter because I'm just like I won't know unless I read the reviews. And if a lot of people are popping up, clearly mm-hmm. something is wrong. So I appreciate those people. Yeah. Do that. No, that is let me, true. Let me just play, wait, no, let me just play devil's advocate. I, that is true. But let me play devil's advocate, Jory, because I have a little bit more insight. You order for somebody who's also not, you order from um, like interior, des- or sorry, furniture from people who are not black owned, correct? And you still had a problem. So no, I'm talking about, no, but outside of, I'm not talking, outside of furniture, and I'm not talking about the company where I got the dresses from. I'm talking about my couch. That's what I was right. referring to. But, but I'm also no, no. from black owned businesses have searched on Instagram, on Twitter and realized, bro, I'm not going to order from her. One of the girls who mm-hmm. I took a gamble with, even after I saw bad tweets, I never got my stuff from her. That's the girl I had to go and do a bank dispute. And I was like, bro, if I just would have listened to the tweets, I wouldn't have had to go back and do a bank dispute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. And not even just that. There was no. one, there was one girl I know that <laughs> she was very big on Instagram for making wigs and she was taking people's money Taking taking people's money and not sending them their wigs. Mm-hmm. No one would have ever known that unless people start. Oh yeah, low key. And she got canceled for that. She deserves she to got be canceled, canceled for that. And she she was it was scamming. It was scamming. And, and see, for me, I feel like. Well, I'll make two points. The first point is, I feel like it can only become a viral moment if multiple people chime in. And I feel like if multiple multiple people can chime in about your business with bad reviews, and you're doing bad business. Period. You're just mm, doing bad business. Yeah. And I think for me personally, the only thing, because sometimes I may be, first off, I will cancel. I don't care. White, black, brown, green, yellow, red. If you don't do good service on me, I probably won't yeah. visit mm-hmm. your establishment again. But I feel like lately, since I have been, lately I have been trying to be intentionally when it comes to like black owned businesses. And I'll be getting stuff that I don't even really need. Like I'll get it for other people. And I know like I had two experiences where I went and I got um, something the same um, from two different black owned businesses. And one of them, when I tell you the business was so good, like they even reached out to me and was like, Oh, um, this was in your car for too long. Here's a coupon, this or that. I got my stuff like the next day. Like it was excellent service. The next place, the service was so bad. And it wasn't even that, you know, the service was bad. It was just the way they handled it. Like, it's almost just like, okay, are you treating me like this because I'm black? Or if I was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
it just the services didn't even make any sense. Like I came there, they didn't have what I wanted, and I already purchased it. I went there to do an in-store pickup. They didn't have what I wanted. And I was just like, how do y'all not have what I purchased here at the store? And they were like, oh, can we interest you in another size? No, I want the size of what I ordered. Okay. Okay. Well, we should have some in next week. I'm like, I drove all the way over here. You want me to come next week? Yeah. So you can just use your store credit for that and 10% off. I'm like, first of all, I bought something. It's not here. And you're offering me store credit. And then you're telling me to come back. If, if she would even said, pick out something and I will ship it to you for free, it would have made more sense. But I'm just like, the lack of just like customer service to me was like, I'm never going to shop with you again. I, like, in fact, you can keep my store credit. I don't want anything mm-hmm. from you. And if anybody comes to me about this business, I'll let them know, like, do not shop with them. Not even because their items aren't good, but customer service goes a long way. And sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like people, because people have that likeness of I'm black, you're black. It's like all of a sudden y'all just, the cold switching is gone. Please still cold switch for me, please. Please treat me like a customer. Don't treat me like your sister, your auntie, nothing yeah. like that because my dollar is, is still green. You know, and that's why I feel like sometimes I'm quick to cancel black businesses because I feel like y'all aren't treating me like you would every other customer. And not even just that, you also have to think about the security you have in big businesses. Like you don't always have like that security in small businesses. Like your money isn't protected sometimes. Whereas with bigger businesses, you can get that money back. You can go to the Better Business Bureau and file a complaint against them. Sometimes you can't do that against small businesses, especially businesses that aren't even registered. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The people that are just getting started. So it's like word of mouth sometimes is that Google review for that company. Yeah. I mean, that's what you have to go off of. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I just feel like it's a gamble either way. So the point mm-hmm. I was trying to make with what Dory was saying is that not. I get that the, the reviews help you, but you again, if you order for a company that you've never ordered from, it's a gamble, whether it's a black or a white, whether you see reviews or you don't. Like, So that's why I'm just like, I mean, I don't know. I, I We're just going to have to agree to disagree because I don't and I never mm-hmm. will agree with it. I mean, I, again, because I just feel like it's just, it's, it's just, no, they, they work so much harder than the average person. So it's like, I'm never, and it's, one, it's a different thing if you're scamming. That's <laughs> a completely different story if you're scamming. Correct. But we're talking about people who worked and maybe their, their stuff came too long or maybe. But are you know, we talking it, about it was, that? Because sometimes I, I feel like a lot of times they are scamming. No shade. I mean, a lot of times I feel like a lot of people who are giving bad reviews, it is a scam. Like, I feel like if you're sending out people things to people that they didn't order, if people are purchasing from you, they're not getting their stuff. Why yeah. is that not a scam? I'm not here to protect mm-hmm. black people when they're not doing good business because what yeah. I'm, I'm not referring to I'm harming. Then. What I'm saying is I'm what we are doing actually doing is harming other black people who and do want to support so. black owned businesses. So that's why. No, no, so, so I think that's the point of the review. You know, you're kind of giving people a heads up a little bit. And also, like, aren't you trying to, don't you want the company legitimized as well? Like, that helps, too. Yeah, I just said I'm not referring to scammers. I just, No, no, it's not even necessarily scamming. It's kind of everything. Like, kind of what Michelle just stated, like, if they're not getting their product, then what is that? You're taking money that's and not a getting scam. Their product. Okay, but, but it may not be a, a like a blatant scam, but that's scamming in itself, too, if you're not, people are not getting their stuff. And, you know, you're just. That's what, we're saying the same thing. I think no, we're not. Yes, you are, because I'm saying I'm not referring to scamming. I'm talking about if no, if, but like that. I think that's what Joy was referring to in her when she said she looked at those reviews. People were complaining about not getting their stuff, and I still took a gamble on her black-owned business, and I did not get my stuff. So it's like if I just would have heeded the caution of what they had said, I would have never ordered from her. But she had a really nice thing that I really wanted to have, and I still took a gamble, and I still didn't get my shit. And I'm like. Now, even the the company I looked at for the couch, they were a major business. I still went to look up reviews. It don't matter if you're big or small. I'm still going to type your name on Twitter. And I just want to 
peep the scene. Like, are you sending out people's stuff? Are you giving out bad quality? I just want to know before I send my money. My money is too important to me these days to be spending money and having to go back to my bank and dispute it. I don't have time for that. I could have bought my product somewhere else. So, And I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. I think we're pretty much saying the same thing, but in like a different sentence, because I'm saying that if you're not getting your stuff, then yes, people should be talking about, okay, cool. And so it's different for people to talk about, okay, they're not sending their stuff, but I'm talking about people who are not, who may take a little longer to send their stuff. People who may have forgotten an item when they sent it out. People who may have like, oh, you ordered some earrings, they accidentally left the earring back off. I'm talking about petty things like that. I personally feel like the whole Brandon Blackwood incident, I feel like it wasn't warranted. I don't feel like it warranted that. All, all of what he got, I don't. So that's the stuff. Because he was sending out the bag. It just didn't look like what they wanted it to in the picture. So that's I don't, That's just my personal opinion. Again, we can agree to disagree, but it is what it is. But even with the whole, um, with the True Kitchen incident, I don't know if you guys remember, like, yeah. back back in the, not even back in the day, like a couple of months ago. I don't know how long ago. Girl, it was November but, last year. I wish we okay, had canceled him successfully. <laughs> last yeah. year. See, see, there we go. Last year, no, yeah, he came yeah. out and said, <laughs> And so True Kitchen, if you guys don't know, it's a it's a restaurant in Dallas. It went viral because they do brunch. I don't know if it's just on this particular day, but they do brunch and they play music. They have good vibes. I don't know if they have good food. I've never been. But you know, it's it's a vibe. Like y'all know how you brunch is like a different vibe. Like it's during the day, you guys could party. Sometimes you, you get too drunk off the mimosas, whatever. So some there was a girl who was dancing on top of their she was standing on their bars and dancing, and I think it was to, it could have been back that us about juvenile the anthem like rightfully so she was dancing but he came to her and told her to get down i think on more than one occasion i think the third time he was like okay if you guys can't get down then i can just shut this bitch down like he was but here's mm. what i don't agree with he was he did curse at them he cursed at them just like I yeah, can and you had your dj playing throw that ass in a circle so yeah and, and he was serving he was serving margaritas in a tequila bottle serving honey margaritas and having soul food <laughs> That's and so he came and basically said that I made this for the black people, but I also didn't make it for y'all to tear it down. So I'm not going to have nobody standing in my establishment after I told them several times to sit down. So I don't know. Like, I, that's another situation that I feel like we're probably going to have to agree to disagree on because, like, I'll, here's what I don't agree with. I don't agree with the way he spoke to people because he was yelling at them. And I do feel like the people that he's yelling at is making your business thrive. These are the people that, you know what I'm saying, without, first of all, without them, your video wouldn't even, we wouldn't even have been viral enough for people to talk about your restaurant. Let's start there. For two, I also feel like you're talking to these people as if they're not humans. I don't like that. And these are also women that you're yelling at and you're making, like, don't try to embarrass me. Don't try to make a situation out of me. That's my, like, I don't, I don't agree with none of that. However, however, he was, he did have to go to them multiple times and tell her, do not stand on the couch just because I do not want the couch to wear down. The examples that he was giving, like, oh, this is not so-and-so. This is not this restaurant. This, I don't agree with that either. But I'm going to say this. I agree with the fact that he told her to get down and he had to tell her several times, y'all, I have stood on a couch with heels on and poked a hole in it. So I get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It does wear down the material of the items. You can dance. But I think the problem was that she was getting on the couches and he didn't want them. He didn't want her to rip the couches. That was his thing. So everybody came out and was like, should he be canceled? Should he be not? There was a lot of mixed things. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't even think that that's what people are mad at. They weren't mad at him asking him to get down. They were mad that he didn't, well, he wasn't yelling at them. He was yelling at the entire restaurant. He was going in on everybody else. Like 
talking to them in a patronizing tone. For one, I feel like you're trying to act like you have this upscale restaurant that requires dress code. Many people came out and said they were turned away from dress code and all this other stuff. When in reality, it's like you are a, I'm not going down them or whatever, but it's like, this is how I feel. Like how many times have we been out and things are getting rowdy at the end of the day, if the DJ plays, y'all aren't from Dallas, but everyone knows there's certain songs by DSR, Big Tuck, the people don't even play in the clubs anymore because they know if you play this song, a fight is going to break out. And when those fights break out, we don't even look at people fighting no more. We're looking at the DJ like, why did you play this? If people are looking around, you play some love songs. I feel like to me, if that was my business, I'm walking to DJ and saying, you know what? Stop playing twerking music. Switch the vibes up. And second of all, you know, on top of that, and then you're yelling at people who are trying to eat. And then that wasn't even the worst part. It, it, to me, it's like, okay, whatever. It was what it was. When he went on social media and started mm. liking comments, co- talking about calling women ratchet, doing all these other kinds of things, talking down on black women, especially, that's where he <gasps> lost me. Yeah. And then when you have people who are not, uh, who are, I only, only want to say non-PLC because, you know, not everybody of color is of color, who are not black reposting what he's saying and being like, okay, because of this, I am going to go to True Kitchen. Now that I know that they don't allow ratchets, when you allow that narrative to shift to that, when you allow people to start having those kinds of conversations, then you're not for us. And I can't be Mm -hmm. for you either. Because you didn't protect Not even just that, though. You have to look at the club he even opened up in the back of his restaurant. It's geared towards Latina. Love? Yeah. You know how the club... Yeah, he now has a club in the back, but it's gear it's like it plays Latino music. So I think that he is portraying which crowd he wants there. You know, yeah. like and the thing is he opened up during a time whenever it was all about supporting black businesses and people oh. were creating Facebook pages and different threads to like talk about the, the black restaurants and the DFW. So he got that support, but that's not who he made that restaurant for. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's giving turkey leg hut even though i'm not gonna lie i kind of agree with what turkey leg hut was doing i feel like their dress if y'all don't know turkey leg hut is a black owned business in houston it recently they went viral because they released their dress code they, they had to later event because it was like so strict and so they went viral because people started like posting like memes of people like in church clothes talking about these people sitting outside to go to turkey leg hut but i kind of <laughs> I, I didn't feel like that one people said it was geared to give to uh to push out black people or whatever. It was. But I, I don't care what nobody says. It was. Yeah, it was kind of problematic, but at the same time, I felt like the reason it was probably so strict was because maybe they were trying to cater to a different crowd. But I feel like even that was a little bit more veiled. You know what I mean? At least it was just saying like, okay, you know what? We don't want people in here. We want people to just come here fully clothed. And I'm not going to lie. Certain places, some people will come in anyhow and it's just like, maybe you need Excuse a dress code. It has hut in the name. I'm dressing any however I want to go. Are you kidding me? Hut? I'm, I'm dressing however I want to go. I don't. I did not agree with that, and I don't agree with trying to push yeah, people. I, certain, no, no, no. Sorry. Actually, no. I mean, I feel that. And you know what? Honestly, uh, maybe that is what it is. A lot of black-owned businesses sometimes. Let me not say. Okay, I'll, I'll say. It, I'll say it because I do feel like so. black-owned business. We have the most pressure, mm-hmm. but we be trying to switch it up. Once we get all the support of these black dollars, you forget yeah. who made you successful, and then you just start like, trying yeah, to yeah. appeal to other people. And what it really, a lot of people are saying, is like, okay, so. What it really is, is when these white people come into your restaurant, they feel uncomfortable around all these black people. So now you're trying to restrict the type of black people that you allow in the restaurant. Yep. And that's not right because these Make the black people, people that came in here were the ones that made you even popping enough for a white person to consider yeah. even coming here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But Crystal, you know what this reminds me of? Miami. What are you speaking of if, if you're going to bring it up, Nikki? No. Okay. So, okay. So Crystal and I, we had went out to, um, remember that club? Afterwards, after we were at um, Kiki on the River, 
Favor. Yes. Oh, no, 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 not, not that one. The one that wouldn't let me in because of what? my shoes. Oh, um, yeah. So, um, it was so crazy because so I had on like you know those like the Gucci like plat the chunky Gucci slides yeah the slides and so I had those on because we had been out all day like a like a day party and so it's like maybe nine ten p.m. so it's not even like super late so we're trying to go to the other place to like go get hookah and this is the thing that pissed me off. It was like, okay, so one of the security guards walked up to me and was like, yeah, you can't come in. You don't have a back on the, on the back of your wedge. I'm like, okay. Then another girl walks up y'all in a, in a Fenty panty set. <laughs> a savage Fenty panty set y'all. And a they didn't even Fenty. know. But, but the, uh, the same, wait, wait, what do you mean? Fish, wait, I'm confused. A, a panty set with it was leggings. It was like for the fishnet leggings, but they said Fenty on the waistband. So it's like you know now, like lingerie has for the new generation. Yeah. Lingerie is like you know stepping out of lingerie is like a thing. You just wear the the, the bodysuit and some pants. But she had like the the fishnet leggings on. So you see her butt, but it had like yeah. underwear underneath. I don't know. It looked crazy, but whatever. <laughs> but he was like, I saw. I was like, wait, why can't I come in? He was like, you know, we, you know, we're just trying to have a certain type of crowd, and we want our mm-hmm. ladies to be in heels. Hold on. Her. <laughs> I was like, I was like y'all not about of- to let Nikki in, and she got here, she got these <laughs> shoes on, and that girl has on Fenty panties. Y'all kidding me? No, I'm not. Y'all talking about police her and her other friend who has on these. No, I'm sorry. What like, was the name y'all- of this place? I don't even know. What was that place called? You know, Miami. Low key. That, no, no, it I'm wasn't not, Miami. Not- Miami. It was it, like it, low key, like a Miami. black spot. It was in Miami. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, true. It was a black spot in Miami. So yeah, I'm not gonna. But yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't agree with like trying to police black because again, it, when people when restaurants, lounges, whatever, when they release dress codes, it's to weed out black people. Let's no, be so. so I don't like that. Like so, I don't wear so, white so. tees when a lot of black people are comfortable and coming out in a white tee. What are you I don't about? understand that. Level uh, used to do that heavy. It was a club analysis used to do that all the time. You coming in a white tee, you're not getting in. I'm like, why? This crispy <laughs> white tee? What is wrong? Thank you. So I remember one time we, we tried to go to Level and we were like, okay, we, got, we, we had sandals on because we were in deep LM getting like ice cream and we was about to go to level and we was like man let's bring our heels just in case and sure enough we had to put our heels on i think we had put them on before we got there but they was mm-hmm. not going to let us in with slots but i also yeah, think yeah. like wasn't it like memorial weekend or something like that they no, they, week, the crowd they still do that because i just went to tnt the other day and they wouldn't let this girl in well they ended up paying the uh, bouncer oops sorry um <laughs> that's everything you got no, management not listening they don't give a fuck but yeah they end up getting in, but they really don't mean I play about them sandal bags. I'm like, what makes the difference? <laughs> what is the difference? Well, that's because even because just because you can be ago. quick to get out of them to fight, that's really what it is. <laughs> yeah, they want to make sure it's something to kick them together. Off. But even what, okay, what is that place that used to be called that had the happy hour in the afternoon where all the old people used to go? Beamers, Connor Grill. Oh, no. oh, Beamers, Park Avenue, Park Avenue, and a girl she had on red bottom flats, and the guy was like, no. Oh, Park Ave don't play about their dress code. They he was like, you I'm have like, to have heels. He's like, I don't care that those are red bottoms. No, because Beamer's Station shot like, up, so they try to do whatever they can, and it still don't work. They have to rebrand. <laughs> but that's exactly like, what that guy said to me. He was like, he's like, I don't care how much the shoes cost. He was like, you have to have a back on them. I was just like, if you don't get your... 
right. but you had a wedge on them. That's weird. I'm like, yeah, I just have to wear those flats. Are, yeah. But wedge is, that actually is dumb as hell because I actually have heels. But y'all, we all, I think, have a pair of heels where the there's no back to there's it. No it's back. Sliding heels. That's so why I'm like, confused. No, but hers was a sandal. Hers was a sandal. But they're wedges. They're wedges. They're wedges. Yeah, wet. Thank you. Literally. Like wet Child, long story heels. short, Those are heels. They, they let us in, but oh, okay. we turn around. We turn around and let. No, after we put up a fight, they let us in. But yeah, it was weird because then the promoter was like, "I feel like the security guard was like, oh, it's up to the promoter." Then he got the last word. The promoter was like, "The promoter." Yeah, thank you. Are you <laughs> okay? <laughs> Y'all just wow, saying anything. backwards. Since when did the promoter have a say in what happens on who gets in, who doesn't? Okay, huh? so okay. let's go right. back on the subject. So, how do y'all feel about like, hmm? um, like okay? So, what would you feel, what would you do, or how would you feel if a black-owned company only used Caucasian people to re- represent their business on social media? Like, would you buy for them since it's technically black-owned? Do y'all no. have a problem with that? Market to who, who you marketing to. Don't worry about me since you're not worried about me. Representation matters. If you can't even represent and you are the hiring process, get out of here. <laughs> are you like, kidding me? That, that would be kind of weird. It's like all of a sudden now you're switching to, to no, no. Why did you what if they, what if they claim it's like people the first at first? Like, why is it a second thought? What, why what do you want to be so being inclusive? inclusive? Yeah, that's exactly no. what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, well then, okay, then be inclusive. Okay, but I, I am catering to people who are exclusive. Okay, I want everything exclusive, everything expensive, everything icy. Okay, <laughs> shout out to Sweetie. <laughs> okay, no, I'm, yeah, no, but you know what's crazy? Sorry, this is gonna take things totally. Actually, let me chill. I'm about to say because there's a lot of people who use who have who's a black owned company and they have only white or Latino models yeah you have to know because i thought i thought uh jaquemus was black owned for a long time i don't know why i don't know if it's the way the name sounds i don't know if they just came out of nowhere and it's they started the way the name sounds i don't know i don't it's know a frenchman <laughs> a it's French two frenchmen white man girl i don't know why yeah. you got that it's like a pair of two i don't know if they're man or they look like partners but they i was sure. because their whole entire staff is white people was mad yeah. at them for a little while no yeah and you know another thing okay and this needs to be addressed here today until I see the owner of Matt Collection, they're not Black-owned. Until I see I the owner of Icon Swim, they're not Black-owned. People keep putting them on these Black-owned lists, but I'm like, who are the owners? I don't I think, think... I think it's just, they just, girl, they're they're giving promo to these major Black blog sites. That's why we see them. No. Maybe we assume that they're White-owned because yeah. Fashion Nova, people at Fashion Nova is not, is not, not Black-owned. Black-owned. I don't really know what they got yeah, they're not black yeah. owned though. The Mac Collection, like you, I can't tell you how many times I watch like a black owned swim vlog or a I black think owned Mac list. Collection is black owned. No, it's not. Well, who's the owner? Who's the owner? Because I, I think you're getting Mac Collection confused with Matt Brand. Matt Brand. I think a lot of people are. <gasps> That's black owned. Thank you. Yes, and they're on everybody's black owned list, and the owner yeah. has not come out and spoke up. And they're not existent because they want to continue to be the Wizard of Oz over there in their business. But I don't want anyone to know who they are. Huh? They That's are. what I'm saying. A lot of, a lot of people, yeah, they use, they a use, lot of businesses do that. They use us to push the black face into mm-hmm. the people. But they'll use the person who's I mean, gonna, they know is going to promo their stuff well. Like, yeah. What'd you say? I mean, but are y'all mad at them? I mean, I'm it, not it, mad. it is the marketing sequel, strategy. But, Whatever. Yeah, I'm not for it, but. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, talking about the white people use black people? 
Or if the black people use white people. Because it's more appealing. Because especially <laughs> people use black. No, the product that they're pushing, it's like it's probably more appealing to black people. That that's why they're hiring black models. But are they? Like, it's not hiring. more appealing. They just understood saying the power of the black dollar. And they the have black the, dollar. They have yeah. the dollars to market it towards us. Just because why they have all these industry plants. We're not going to talk about these people who come out and all of a sudden they mega stars and they have all this money because they realize that black people we spend money. We spend money. Okay. Yeah. And once you tap into that I'm black like market. It- because mm-hmm. literally Matt Collection, how many, and even Icon Swim, they use the City Girls to market their stuff, or even Boohoo. Boohoo used the City Girls. They yeah. did a collab with City it's, Girls. What's Matt Boohoo? Collection used Jada. Who had the baby. She did. Oh, my God. Boohoo yeah, had everybody. I think that's why I stopped liking Boohoo. I was like, I just don't like, these. But that's been going on for years, because let's not act like Justin Timberlake didn't appeal to the black community for years and then turn around. Uh, and Justin act, Bieber? Like, no, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Uh, him too i'm oh, saying both of them both oh of yeah them. like they like appealed to the whole black community acted like they were uh kumbaya mm. and turned around and they went back to their original roots how do y'all feel about Wizkid putting justin bieber on, on essence remix um it wasn't needed i, 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 I no, you know other body i was doing what it oh my god you know i think what, that he needed to he did it no paulette what say what you have to say no. It's because, like, y'all, like, okay, he didn't need Justin Bieber. However, it was a good move on yeah. the WizKids part to do that. But he did not need Justin Bieber. Was it a good move? Let's, he's trying to get a, a good game, fight, y'all. a business move, a good business move. He's I think is what like, she's saying. Yeah. He's crossing over and trying to stay into Yeah. To, like, you know, like, he needs to do what he needs to do. It's a business. Honestly, point. if he Honestly, was to put no. anybody on, the, no, he didn't need it. I feel like, but however, business wise, I can see why. Because honestly, that, that album, album came out almost a year ago if not a year ago correct the album has been relevant for a whole entire year what is this this justin bieber is gonna put this on the map for another year i think y'all are overstating justin bieber's influence i really think y'all are people Uh, know did y'all see it's not even about someone made a good point a mainstream artist good point despacito Uh, that that came out in 2016 yes yes despacito Justin Bieber's influence in 2015 is not what Justin Bieber's influence in 2021 is. Think about it. just came out like two years ago, Michelle. No, it didn't. And Justin Bieber no, don't even make music like that. No, Despacito, Despacito, Despacito came out in 2015. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's 2015. <laughs> Despacito came out in 2015? Yes, because I was working it at the store. Yes, because of my <laughs> oh, job, oh, I'm yay. sure. Yes, it came out in 2015. <laughs> but yeah, if like, not before then, I think by then it was probably even old. But yes, yeah. it came out in 2014, 2015. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't think, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it needed it, but at the same time, it's like I don't. I kind of, like the only reason I don't blame it, it. It's when I say that song is perfect. It surpasses perfect without Justin Bieber. Let me make that very clear. However, and to be honest, I don't feel like it needed any more publicity because I feel like it's reached mainstream. But yeah. I, I, can, I can understand what Wizkid was trying to do because this is the first time a song has char- a Niger a song by a Nigerian artist has charted on the Billboard. He's trying probably trying to take it higher. You know what? Like that's mm-hmm. gonna open so many doors for him. So I, I, I kind of and other artists. And other I mean, artists, like I, I'm happy yeah. for Tim's. I don't care about. I'm, happy yeah, for Tim. I'm so facts, happy for facts. Tim's. I'm so happy for Tim's. Tim's so, man, you know, like it just, I think it just opens doors for that that we haven't been that Nigerians have not been exposed to. So that's that's that's. I mean, I. I understand why it was a smart business move. The only reason why I say I think they overstated Justin Bieber's influences because even if you relate it back to Despacito, right? Despacito was charting 
in the it, it hadn't even quite reached mainstream. I think people kind of knew of it, but I feel like Justin Bieber helped to get it on the radio for us who normally wouldn't listen to a song like Despacito. I feel like Wizkid already, I'm like, Wizkid, you already achieved that already without achieved Justin that. Bieber. You were already mainstream. You were already on the radio. You were already like selling out shows, selling out arenas. And I just don't want you people to attribute that to Justin, to Justin Bieber. Bieber. I feel like this was a moment that you really could have just, if he had did that like month two, month three, I'm like, you're already, just, at this point, I don't see what Justin Bieber can, can add. Do to me, I feel like yeah. he just, it like I mean, diluted the song a little bit. The song, the, the original song is still better than the remix. Yeah, no, yeah, by think, far. But I like, girl, I went to the mall yesterday. I haven't even listened to the song in the mall. I haven't heard that song with Justin Bieber's song on it. So you, you, yeah. that's you never know what kind of doors it open, bro. I think we're just downplaying Justin Bieber's influence, but it's like Taylor Swift. People don't be thinking like, Taylor Swift has influence. Taylor Swift has influence. She has influence. Still, I mean, it's not necessary. I agree with you, Michelle. It wasn't necessary. You guys are both saying the same thing, but at the end of the day, like, shit, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I I feel I I can see how somebody, a Nigerian-born artist, getting the opportunity to work with Justin Bieber, I can see why he would have taken that because. I mean, honestly, that's huge for Nigerian artists that even have that kind of a crossover song. So I'm not taking anything away from Wizkid or Thames. That was a huge opportunity. And I can't be selfish just to be like, oh, I think you should, because who knows, you know? But I will say that in that moment, I do not feel like me just having, knowing and loving just, uh, well, more Thames and Wizkid the way that I do, I just feel like, Wiz, I'll say this, you didn't need Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber could open doors for you, but I feel like you didn't need him. That song already was what it was. But I can understand on a business standpoint why that was necessary for you. I thought they were going to come out with something new. I'm not going to talk. Like, coming from someone who's been listening to Essence now for almost two, going on two years now, I'm over it. I, I thought they're gonna bring out a new song. I didn't know it was gonna be essence. Somebody gonna say she should should have put Rihanna on there. I'm like, oh. first off, Temps is Rihanna. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm exactly. saying. <laughs> we're not I'm even like, talk, we don't even speak of her name anymore right now because like she's, she's not an artist. So she's a, okay, y'all. So to kind of reel it back in and put it wrap it up a little bit. So I, we can start off or sorry, end off like this. What do y'all feel like we've given our critiques on? different black owned businesses and small businesses what do y'all feel like the that what are some things that you come you can come across that you wish that black owned business focus more on customer service until um, I, I own a black i mean i don't know i mean I technically like- this is a business so we've also experienced things from here so what do you i mean mm-hmm. yeah so that's why i'm like it's come from it from a um I mean, I don't know. What's the question again? I mean, because am I speaking on Black-owned business that had issues? Because I'm like, I will have had some Black-owned business that I feel like customer service is great. There's nothing I can add to. Nothing I can add to your business. You're doing great. I feel like for the ones that aren't, it's like, I mean, I guess do better. But I guess I don't really have any... I don't I don't have any... I've had a lot of great experiences, and normally the ones that were poor was just poor communication. Yeah. I don't mind if my stuff's going to come late. I don't mind if there's an issue. I don't care if yeah. something's on back order. Just communicate that with me. Don't let me wake up one day like, damn, I ordered something three weeks ago and I haven't had, like, that is what pisses me off. So for me, my biggest issues always come from communication issues. Mm-hmm. And I think just also, like, taking accountability. Like, let's say that something is wrong, then, like you said, just communicate that with me. But don't now something be wrong with my product and then you going back and forth with me in an email. That's what we're not going to do. 
Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And customer service, because even not to bring up another black owned business, because I did want to bring her up because we was in the mood of trashing things. <laughs> but and the, you're going to do it now? No, because she already went viral for it. But that girl mm-hmm. who um, when she went back and forth with that girl because she went to get a wig done and she didn't like how her, how her hair came out and said she didn't want to pay for it or she already paid for it. And the girl was like, you're not getting your money. And she was yelling at her in the parking lot, and all the other stuff, saying that the clothes she brought was just wasn't good enough. To me, this is how I feel. Sometimes put service over money. Yeah. Because I feel like some of the best experience is I've had that have made me come back as an experience where people are just like, you know what? Don't even worry about that. Or um yeah. I'll, I'll refund you. It's not it? even worth it. What she have done? It's principal. What would she have done? Her closure was give her her oh. money back. Oh, well, uh, I, don't do it. And that's why another like, yeah, someone said it's not it. always about the money. It's, that's, oh, well, then, then yeah, she probably should have told the girl no. But yeah. also at the same time, as somebody who is wearing fake hair, then you should know that if you this is your fourth, third time installing this hair, you knew well, the last time you took your head on that you probably need a new closure. But not even as a hairstylist, this is how I feel. If you if your customer doesn't like how it is, take their hair down, refund them their money. It's not worth going back and forth in a parking yeah. lot and going to a screaming match with a customer. Sometimes it's not about the money. Sometimes it's have faith in your business being like, you know what? I don't need my business going out like that. If you're not, if you don't like what I did, then let me just take it out. Yeah. And especially if I'm agreeing with you that, you know what, this is the best I can do with what you gave me. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, you're almost taking accountability for the fact that you knew you could not yeah. produce your best work. Mm-hmm. Cause I was going to say, and not- oh, sorry. oh, but you know what? That's actually happened to me. But it's the exact same thing. I think people have to be, very realistic about what they can do like yeah. that goes for that goes for design like that goes for custom designers that goes for nail artists that goes for hairdressers like mm-hmm. if i present you a picture ahead of time mm-hmm. and you tell me you can do that and it does not come out how i pre- how the picture looks there's an issue or close to it yeah um i'm, I'm gonna qu- quickly say this real quick i booked a consultation with this girl she does braids and stuff like that this was like um. two three years ago all i wanted her to do was braid my real hair down to my scalp i've had my hair braided like that many times in my lifetime i made a whole consultation can you do this i don't want to add fake hair yeah, yeah 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 i can do it booked an appointment for it got there i'm gonna need to add fake hair i have plenty of hair for you to braid my hair to my scalp i just wanted it braided straight back so i could just work out and we ended up getting into it while she was doing my hair and we had to stop and she ended up taking my hair now because i was like why did you tell me you could do what i wanted to do but yet you're still trying to add fake hair in that's not necessary so i i, I do agree right. i'm glad i brought it up and we stopped right there because and she took <laughs> my hair down as she should have yeah like i mean what's because what's the point yeah, what's like the some point? of y'all be defend- fighting so hard for that money and forget missing the big picture. Okay. Sometimes your bu- your business will go so much further. That money will come if you uphold the integrity of your business. Your business will last to make you more money than whatever dollar you're fighting over, yeah. and that's what you have to remember. Customer service goes. There are some. I remember I went to this black owned business. I won't even say the name, but the food was subpar. I'll be honest, and I was even shocked because I was just like. This is like, I mean, they got no salt in this chicken. But what's crazy is I didn't even say that. I didn't even leave a review. Even my brother, we still go back. My brother was like, just tell me no salt. Because at the end of the day, I went there because I'm like, I know the area that you're in. You're not going to survive with this black owned business because they're in a very racist area. And people are already trying to tear down that business. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? And the customer service was so good that I'm like, I'm going to continue to support you because your customer service is really good. Sometimes your customer service can even out- outlast your work. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of times it does shit for me. Mm-hmm. I be, listen, the reason why a lot of times I shop black on my own, but a lot of times if I'm shopping something, it's recommended to me or I've heard other people do it. Mm-hmm. The mouth, power of the mouth is very real. That's why my customer service will go a long way, y'all. And it goes both ways. Because yeah. someone can mention one name, you'd be like, uh-uh, I went there. And even for me, I'd be like, you ain't like it? No, no, we got different tastes and we like different stuff. You're like, you ain't like the chicken? I ain't gonna go there. You know what I mean? Or you could be like, oh, this person's really cool. They did this, they did this. Oh, even if someone has a hairstylist opinion, 
a recommendation, they'd be like, man, she was nice. She was this, she was that. I'm going to go to that person because good energy, especially when you get your hair done. I cannot have some there good energy when you're you. getting your hair done is necessary. <laughs> Bro, because you ever had your hair done for eight hours and y'all just silent? Nobody's talking no. to nobody. I always like, talk to them. You always talk, but if the girl not talking back, then what? No, but most of, most of the time they start talking back because it's like I'm not. No, bro. No. I have been in a situation where the girl tried, was doing full locks on my hair, try, and I just had to put my headphones in and start watching a movie because she was not talking back to me. I was like, girl. Or, or I'll like, tell them, can we watch? Can I pick a movie, girl? Because I'm not about to sit here bored with you. No, I put on my. I was like, to she doesn't talk, but she always has a TV up, something playing on Netflix, and she normally gets on her phone. But I'm like, I feel you. If you feel like talking to me is gonna distract you from doing what you need to do, fine. As long I feel as you. TV I, on, you know, and you want to be on the phone, real. But let's oh, check it every now and Talks on the phone. However, though, she'll, be, she'll have I her AirPods in talking on the phone. I don't always agree with mm-hmm. that though, because like, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm just you're used in to a lot of business of making a woman feel good and happy and stuff. And like, I'm not gonna lie, negative energy. That's that's not making. No, me I'm happy every time, so, so I'm not tripping. The first t- couple oh. times, I thought it was weird, but I'm just like, that's it's, just her. She's probably just awkward. It's a customer service. Like you're doing a service. Because I'll be honest, I had my hair done and I feel like this lady did a bomb job. When I tell you, I love the way she did my hair, everything, but she had such dark energy. When I tell you, her energy was so dark. Like when I left there, wow. like my, my mood was so shaken. Like, I, I wouldn't even let her finish my hair. No, it was so bad. Like I literally burst into tears because I was just like, bro, like even being in the environment for as it long so as it was, awkward. was like so toxic. Like, no, you know, yeah. and it was like, I cannot recommend her to anybody. And she did a really good job just for the fact she that I'm just did. like, your energy is just so dark. Uh, you know, yeah, I don't always want to talk. I always want to talk either, but you also don't have to be rude when I'm sitting in your chair. You also don't have to be you just doing little things. It's like, bro, you don't understand like how things may affect. Bro, I went to I came to this girl to do my hair to order to in order to make it on time because she sent me the wrong address and she didn't want to admit to it. In order to make it on time, bro, I got into an accident. Like I had a fender bender right before, so I already was kind of. So I got in there and she was rude and I just was like, it made me want to quit. So I'm like, damn, like bro, I'm already not feeling it. Like I I got into an accident trying to get to you on time because you sent me the wrong address. So. Like, no, like, don't come here and have the attitude, bro. This yeah, is like, weird. Be happy. Like, you're doing, to like, you're doing yeah, to be continued, because I have a hair situation. I, should, <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should really even should talk about it now, because it was a black girl who canceled my hair appointment the Get day of. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, you know what's crazy? You said it. Did she hit you with a hey boo? <laughs> no. She probably did. My nail tech texted me yesterday. Good morning, love. I was like, this is me. <laughs> hey, and she canceled what? my appointment. I'm like, oh, no. What'd you have your yeah. nails done? Yeah, but I wanted a new set, girl. Oh, you didn't need it, no. so that's good. You I'm missing good. stones. I need it. I'm about to go buy stones and go buy stones. Stuff. Stuff. Go to Nail Supply Glamour, girl. Oh. They got it. Nail Supply nah, Glamour. But look, yeah. So let me tell y'all. So this girl was supposed to do my hair. This actually happened. This this it hasn't even been a week. This girl's supposed to do my hair, right? I had my appointment set up. She didn't. The first, she's done my hair twice. So no, the first two times she did my hair, she gave me this whole rundown text message of like where her apartment is, how to get there, this and da da da. I don't know if she remembered. Maybe I've had this as a customer before. So maybe I didn't get the text message. So she, I'm driving to my hair appointment. I te- my hair appointment's at four thirty. I texted her and I was like, hey, um, and mind you, I confirmed the night before with her. So I was like, hey, what's the name of your apartment? She sends it to me and I said, okay, well, I was like, the address you gave, it took me somewhere else, but I was like, I'm only two minutes away. She said, okay, no, she said, okay, well, are you gonna be late? And I said, well, I'm going to get there in 10 minutes. And she said, okay, well, if you're not here by 4.40, again, my appointment's at 4.30, we're going to have to reschedule. Uh-huh. I said, okay, well, I'm going to get there at 4.30. period? Thank you. I said, well, I'm going to get there at 4.38. And she says, she's like, okay. I was, and I was like, it's also raining. So just, you know, she's like, okay, well, be careful. In you're the rain? In the rain, bro. It's pouring rain. So I was like, she was like, okay, well, be careful. That's more important than your hair appointment. 
So I literally got there at 4.37. Before I even got there, you know, she said, we have to cancel your appointment. It's at 4.35 at this point. She's like, we're going to have to, hey, she said, hey, we're going to have to reschedule your appointment. And I was like, but why? And she was like, because she was like, I have another braids. I'm getting braids done, guys. She said, I have another client that's coming after you and I don't want to be behind them. And I said, okay, well, I'm already here. This one is 4.37 now. I was like, well, I'm already here. You told me. What time was your appointment? 4.30. I got there at 4.37 and she told me she oh. had to cancel my appointment because Why? I wasn't there. Because I was, because. And it was raining? I don't know. She just didn't want to do Crystal's hair. That she was that's that's definitely my hair. Because if you told me I make sure I'm there by 3.40 and I'm telling you I'm about, I'm going to arrive at 4.38, you're, you're taking two minutes away from your dumbass grace period. Yeah. Like. And, and so the fact that she said. Why well, do I need to come early to an appointment that. No, Why no, I, I wasn't early. early. I wasn't early. No, I'm saying so she my appointment was at early. No, 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 oh, she no. didn't. So my appointment was at 4:30. She said be here before 4:40. I got there at 4:37. Oh. I got there at 4:37, and she was like, "Cancel." She's like, "I can't do oh. it." Like, no, no, yeah. no. She, she made said, it seem like it was gonna it. make her behind for her next client. I'm like, I'm, but your grace period's 4:40. It's 4:37. Let's get started. Th- that's what I'm saying. So but, she was like, no. but she's like, if you're not here in my chair at 4:37, I parked and I would have made it up to her apartment by 4:40. So I don't understand. Like, is it that deep? Like, girl, I, at this bro, point, she, you're gonna be late on the next client anyway because you're gonna be having to use broken hands to finish because now I have to be <laughs> because now you've made me risk my life in this rain. Bro, in the rain, you're not even extending anymore. That girl canceled my whole appointment. Three minutes. It, I was like, there's no way, bro. There's no way. So what did you but do? Oh, I would have cried. I did. I was just like, what am I supposed to do? I had to like, for the next couple hours, I went home and I searched and searched. And your and hair's searched. already down? It was already down! Bro, <laughs> oh I had to find God. somebody else to do. Because then she was like, well, I can't. She was like, well, I can reschedule you, but it can't be this weekend because my husband's appointment was on Wednesday. Well, it can't be this weekend because it's my baby shower. And I was planning on being off for the next week. So I'm like, girl, I'll drop you in there, baby. Don't play, <laughs> bro. I'm like, there's this again, like Jory said, to be continued. There's been so many situations with black hairstyles or just black men that I'm just like, bro. But she does, lie, she does good work. She does good work. Yeah. So I kind of just was like, bro, what was I supposed to do? Like, I had to swallow a pill and find somebody else because I was like, at the end of the day, I cannot give you. Because when she was like, well, I can reschedule you for next week, but she's like, I'm also gonna throw on the sixty dollars squeezing fee. So not only did uh, I pay the deposit, not whoa. only did I pay a deposit, she wanted to actually make me pay a squeezing fee. So I lost my deposit, and then she was gonna squeeze it on top of no. Did you sell her? You talking about you? scamming? It was paid. That's down. a scam. Yeah. No, okay. My thing is, what? Is she have another client, or she has somewhere to go. She lying. She wanted to be somewhere. Because what client did you have an evening? That's what I said. Cause my hair, st- my hairstyle was gonna take at least four hours. So I'm like, why He's would you lying. schedule somebody after me, bro? I don't know. So it just, <laughs> y'all, Crystal. I'm sorry. I gotta tell you a story. That's better than you. Better be happy. She at least canceled ahead of time. Because <laughs> did she? She canceled, canceled when I was there. What are you talking y'all, about? No, she canceled when I'm I was telling there. you. Like I know it. That was a blessing. That was a blessing because <laughs> one time I showed up to this girl's house to get some braids, y'all. <laughs> She left me to go to the post office with her kids at her house. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Nikki, them kids have been hobbling on. I would have called CPS on my airplane. way out. I would have called CPS on my way out. My hair wasn't even completely finished. Why did my she go to the post office? I don't know. She's like, I'll be right back. I was thinking she was just like walking outside. Y'all, this girl was gone for almost an hour. Why do you trust <laughs> me alone with your kids? What's going on here? No, she's with, and her, y'all kids are- with her. No, her kids were at the house. Oh, oh. 
with me. How old were they? Were they on your nerves? Did I ask them if you had games little kids? Little kids. See, I like kids, but I don't like other people's kids. That's the thing. Yeah. A kid, like one of the kids asked me to make a hot dog. I was like, he asked me to make a hot dog. They were, she looked with you hungry, Hope hungry you kids. <laughs> I'd be like, my hair's not done, sweetheart. I can't do it. I can't. I would have. And the thing is, no, she did that. I would have called her and be like, can you bring your kids some food? They need something to eat. Oh, no, no. So you can take more time. You can I order called my sister. Dinner. I called my sister crying. I left. <laughs> oh, my God. You know how many times? No. I know. You once she got back. No, once she got oh. back, I left. My hair was, I had to take the rest of my hair down. Oh. And they were like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Y'all, that's Damn, she paid? the episode, the, the strike of the, the, the hairstyle. Oh, yes. Yes. Service story. Horror story. Service to bro, because I'm Service telling you. Service horror that, stories. Jesus Christ, yes. I'm telling you, bro. I have a lot. Of I have a whole bro. lot. I feel like nobody has the worst luck when it comes to me and hairstylists. No. Bro, <laughs> I when I, bro, when I was first going off to college, I went to this one hairstylist, and I don't know who referred us there. Let me tell you, she was doing my braids, my curl rolls, and she... I think she didn't know how to do a sewing, but she didn't want to say that because she was in a, like a salon. And back then, they didn't do sewings in salons; they just did like you know perms and wraps and ponytails. So she would do my curls, and I knew it was gonna be bad because people kept being like, "Okay, so so what are we doing here?" I'm like, "Why do the stylists keep coming and looking?" So I already knew I was like, "This is a mess." And she was getting rubber bands involved, and like, "Why do you have rubber bands involved in this?" So she she know I think she know how to tuck the braids, so she would just like finish the ends with rubber bands. Mm-hmm. When I tell you when I went home, I had rubber bands on cornrows sticking out. I call my mom crying. Even my mom was laughing. She was like, Michelle, just sticking out of your sewing? Yes, bro. Rubber right. bands, like cornrows. I don't know. Like, she was like sewing it to the cornrow. Like, she didn't know. Like, I feel like this was her first time ever. And I mean, I think I paid like $80. I don't know how much I paid, but maybe that's the work I deserved. But I just remember crying. My mom was just like, just take it down. And that was supposed to be my first freshman year. Taking out hair in a, I went to school out of state. So imagine, I'm like, so now I have to go to school with so my like, real hair. No, oh my God. Oh my God. So embarrassed. I was so mad. So, so, so mad. Death to bad hairstylists, bro. Well, not death, but maybe. Oh my gosh. They report them to the state board, cosmetology board, <laughs> something, because they like, deserve. I want to tell this story, but uh, I feel like people are know who I'm talking about. Yeah, wrap it up, sis. Wrap it up, sis. No, okay, I'll, I'll wrap be it quick. Up. Oh, no, wait, like, wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 go ahead. I was going to say something there's else a, before. There's a stylist that, like, I enjoyed her work. I enjoyed her work. It's just, like, the appointment was a whole work shift. And, like, literally, like, oh, yeah. got to the point where, like, I had to fire her as a stylist because it's, like, as a hairstylist because it's, like, yo, like, the time. So I'm in here for eight hours, bro. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not mm. worth it at all. So I stopped doing sewings because of that because, like, I'm not going to, like, it ruined everything. A whole work shift. I always book my appointments like at eight in the morning. I'm leaving at almost four. Why? Every time. Oh. And I would sign up for it. I would make sure I let clear the eight hours. I knew this. Is the you know what's so crazy? I recently um, met up for lunch with somebody. They left their, they, I guess they got their hair braided. I don't know how this person does they work, but they got their hair braided, mm-hmm. met me for lunch. And, and the stylist says she's going to text him when she's ready for them. I'm like, I don't see how y'all getting y'all's hair done at salons. The fact that you can leave and eat. Oh, even when she went oh, back, she was like, playing. yeah, she would have to hurry up and get back because she needs to still sew, sew it in. Wow. She went back and she's going to have to wait another hour and a half before it. That she started like, on her hair. Why am I taking breaks? See, your, your whole work shift. I'm like, why are stylists starting on your hair and not finishing it? I don't understand the whole 
cornrows and then finish your hair in the afternoon. That's why I'm like, the hair world has changed. This is a whole nother topic. So before we wrap it up, guys, I did want to say, I mean, if y'all want to shout out a black owned business, that's you go ahead. But I did want to say, um, there is this app. It's basically the black Etsy. You are able to shop black owned businesses through this app. So they basically feature all these different artists, all these different, it could be hair, it could be candles, it could be whatever. You're able to shop the same way you are with Etsy. A lot of people just post their stuff and you can buy through the different vendors and it's all black owned. The app is called, I don't know if it's pronounced Maria or Mariah. But it's spelled M-I-I-R-I-Y-A. I I just want to shout her out real quick because she's a hilarious Twitter person, but she also is doing good things in the community. So shout out to her and her Black-owned business herself. So yeah, Paulette, if you want to take it home. All right, y'all. That wraps up another episode with your favorite ladies. Um, Make sure if y'all have any motos or if y'all have any, like, you know, chronicles y'all want to want for it like want us to share on the podcast please send us an email at pettyparty12814 at gmail.com also follow us on instagram and twitter at pettypartypod and also you know interact with us too as well on the internet and also when you listen to our episodes please leave a review on itunes or soundcloud as well this is your girl Amakalette signing out bye y'all it's crystal aka champagne chris signing out Hi guys, it's Jory. And also on the weeks that we don't drop new episodes, we do have content on YouTube. If you guys are not tagged in with us on Instagram, we've been posting about it. We have some YouTube videos up that you guys definitely need to check out. Please free my nigga boozy. And bye, y'all. It's your girl, Shell. A black owned business I would like to shout out is Petty Party Podcast. Make sure that you listen to them. Sure. They drop every Wednesday on YouTube or you know your favorite streaming streaming platforms. I'm here for that. And it's your girl, Jess Nick, checking out. Bye, y'all. Holla. Bye. I'm all the time.